blowing smoke In the room I trapped myself in so long ago Will the blinds remain forever closed? Will it change? I hope so Cause I have spent the past four years Trying to find some peace of mind And I think I might have found it this time In three, two... Did not want that in there. Hey, everybody. We are here. We are. We are live. We're back live. We were having some issues before, so I was like starting to record episodes and putting it out. So there's actually yeah. an episode that people go watch that I recorded last week that's out right now on the page. Uh, so if this is your first time here or if it's not your first time, make sure you check the links below. All of uh, Anthony's links are there. You can check out Hobot oh News, the, uh, the the Facebook. I'm you're sure you're probably already fell on the Facebook page. You're pretty popular. Oh. You're, you're killing it. You're like a local celebrity. If you say so, I guess. <laughs> um, you got the Facebook group, Facebook page, VIP page. Make sure you donate, subscribe, support this guy. He does a lot of cool stuff for the area. Um, you're, you're grown, man. Yeah. You were the most requested person ever. Really? Yeah. I, that's pretty crazy. I, I do think that I'm very boring. I mean, all I'm doing is really showing what's going on, but I guess it's just, uh, I got the accent maybe or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, the, the coal region accent. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're, uh, well also too, if you check the links below, you could follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We do have a merch page, which I think you should look into Teespring too. Cause you have a lot of people who want your merch and Teespring is absolutely free and you just upload your logo. I guess oh, and then they make, they make the shirts for you. Yeah. And then you get, like, you get a cut of whatever it is. Oh my God. That sounds great. Honestly, because the biggest thing for me was just, uh, the sizes and then, shipping it to people was just it's it's so tough putting in and doing it and then it ended up being you know fifteen dollars per shirt and then it was six seven dollars and then it was a twenty five dollar dollar donation got you a t-shirt so yep. it, was, it just became yeah so that's actually i will look into that yeah, but when we end here i'll show you the page yeah, and show yeah, you yeah. it's super simple and i if you like i said i take any logo you have i can take and resize it and do everything anything you need might need to help you out with it but uh I don't make a lot of money up because I reduce my prices so low. Because I'm more or less like I want people to, to. I would rather people just have the shirt. Exactly. Yeah, it's easier. And, and, and people way. want it, man. They were. I've seen your all your streams. Be like, I need a shirt. I need a sticker. I want a shirt. And this and it'll have this will do all of it. Yeah. yeah. I have the. I just ordered a thousand stickers, and they were that. That was so I got them. So, but it would would be nice to have the t-shirts covered. Then where do you I, get your stickers? Print place. Okay. Is it print place. I use sticker mule every now and then. Sticker mule. Yeah. Oh, I think I've. I, I think we saw that before. That was yeah. a lot of my price range, though. Yeah. I wait. <laughs> I, I wait, go with the cheap one. Always subscribe to them on YouTube, and they always put a deal on where it's like a hundred stickers for twenty bucks. Ah, nice. And then like I see only snag them, and then I had. Yeah. Hey, I have hundred stickers to hand yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, nice. I work on a budget too. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, let people know your first name, last name, and, and what, what you're actually doing here, and then we'll we'll get into this. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm Anthony Procopio, and I do Hobart News. So uh, basically, Hobart News is uh, I would I would just say it's it's live events in Northumberland County or anywhere that I'm covering, and mainly it's uh, emergency emergency response like first responders and stuff like that. But I try to specialize in not being biased because I I don't really like politics. I don't really like politicians. I'm the same way. Yeah, and it's just like I kind of just want to show people what's going on. But I guess what has gotten it to the following is probably i don't know just because i i try to be real as much as i can when it's a live video so if like something crazy happens i i you know i try to react you get a it. genuine response yeah yeah and some people don't like that like i was getting somebody who was like you gotta stop cursing man and i'm just like i understand but you know when you're you know i was 
in a couple standoffs and then you know flashbang goes off i mean what's the you know how are you normally reacting oh, shucks those? yeah yeah oh shucks <laughs> but it, it's just you know i i just try to be real as much as and i just kind of got thrown into it i mean i wasn't particularly excited about doing news or anything like that but now i feel more of like not an obligation, but like a duty to, to let people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I like doing that as and that kind of came out of it indirectly. So, so how did you, how did you fall into this? <laughs> okay. It's obviously a ridiculous story. So I was working at WKOK just as like a, a daytime DJ, like two, four hours a week, whatever. And uh, one day I'm just up at like, it was literally eight thirty in the morning and I'm driving down to the Tur- the Turkey Hill that is, infamous now this is how everything got started so i'm driving down and i see two people like fighting in the street a guy and a girl and i leaned out the window and i was like yo you know get the hell out of the road like i'm trying to go get gas you know (laughs) whatever so they go into the parking lot and it seems like it's over whatever so i pull in and i'm got and i'm trying to pull in to get gas and there's like a guy a one of those uh coke delivery trucks and he's like kind of my way and whatever and i i pull over and i see they're still fighting and then like four or five other people get out of cars and this huge scrum just like busts out and i was just like you know what i was mad i was just like i told these people not to do it in the street like i'm just blowing you up putting you on facebook whatever so i whip my phone out take a video and i'm just like i literally said just another day in shimokin bud as they're like rolling on the ground is, is that where you're from shimokin yeah yeah and it's just you went to school and everything there yeah i went to school at shimokin live in shimokin well i grew up in Cole township which is like the same thing i, I grew up on the west side of town then i moved my parents moved up to trevenant road and then i when I I lived up in Philly and did a bunch of stuff after college, but then when I came back here, now I live in Shemokin again, right by that Turkey Hill. So <laughs> I'm authentic too, because some people are like, "You're not? Are you even really cool, region? Like, yeah, I really, yeah, I really am born and raised. It's funny, man, because words. I'm in School County, right? So yeah. School County is its own. Bad. It's it's its own monster, right? Uh-huh. But like, we have our areas of School County that are like, man, like. Don't go in that town. But yeah. Shemokin makes us look all amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's it's certainly interesting. Didn't Shemokin make Tosh.0 twice? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it, it might have been twice, but I know that we made it for when they burned down the Dunkin' Donuts. And then they, of course, interviewed the three worst people they could in Shemokin. You know what I mean? And then, That's the they, best part about well, our local news. Yeah, yeah. So they probably, I bet you they interviewed 25 people. And there was probably some normal people who were like, yeah, there was some smoke and I saw a fire. Yeah. And it was pretty crazy. But of course they get, wow. Well, I was getting cold coffee and chill. You know what I mean? And of course, then they put. You that should on. incorporate that into your live streams. Yeah. What? Etna? Or no, Etna? no, just going up to like, like people. Look, perf- survey the scene and be like, who can I interview? Oh, man. And just do like, hey, I'm, I'm live on Facebook. Can I do a quick interview? Sounds and just super do, dangerous. do on the spot interviews. Yeah. Your streams will blow up. Oh, man. <laughs> there, was a, there was a couple of times when I was doing this, like when I was getting used to it in the beginning, like, you know, after I did that Turkey Hill thing. Then I got caught in a standoff, actually, an armed standoff in the middle. and In the same Turkey Hill? No, actually, like, two blocks down, like, on Market Street, right by the Turkey Hill. Some guy had guns. Yeah, you know, so as it was developing, there was a couple times there was, like, fires, and there would be people that are called firebugs that always want to... Go watch like, the inc- fire. Yeah, and also incorporate and say what the firefighters should be doing or anything like that. There was one, like, bad fire. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm filming, and there was this family, and they were just given play-by-play. This one guy was just giving play Oh, they shouldn't be doing this. They should be... I used to be a fire chief. You know, and then people <laughs> people were loving that. They were like, please, could you put this guy on camera? Yeah. So I was, like, leaning, like, over, and he knew that 
he was so i've done that a couple of times but i'm always hesitant because you have no <laughs> idea what somebody's gonna say you know you don't know what's gonna happen it, i it's I, so funny i i uh, i grew up with a my father and his brother were both firefighters. Now, I, I would have technically been second generation if I would have done it, but my dad and his brother are 11 years apart. So it's like almost like it, it like, cause he, my, my, my brother and my dad are like not even the same class because 11 years apart from each other is different, yeah. two different things. Yeah. But uh, growing up, being on fire scenes and being like that's exactly like, everything you're talking about. That's why I'm laughing because that's exactly what you experience and you go through. Um, yeah, the, I, tragically lost the house when I was a kid and I remember being standing in front of my house watching my house burn down and I just remember like people behind me like oh there goes another scumbag house up in flames <sighs> and I was like a 16 year old kid yeah and yeah. I just turned around and started swinging yeah yeah because I was like emotional like, yeah, yeah yeah it was yeah, yeah. I mean school county fire scenes can get crazy yeah, yeah it's it's just it's literally like I mean last the the one that I was just at in Bear Valley I mean there's probably two hundred two hundred people it's almost like a show. Yeah, I even like, like I, I say that into my head, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, weird things I say in my head when I'm live. I'm like, this is like kind of a show. There's like 200 people watching. They're watching all the, the firefighters do their job. I'm filming it. You know, this guy's coming up to me and pushing me, trying to get me out of the way. I mean, like it's, 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 it's like oh, a yeah. show. You always but, have the fire police who yeah. think they are the police of the world. I mean, I've never, I've been doing it since November of last year. I've never had an issue with any fire police, anybody. This was the first time I've ever had an issue. I'm good with all the fire chiefs. I'm good with all the police. I tell them all the time, you need me to move. You need me to go somewhere. Tell me, but I'm just letting you know, I'm going to be here as soon as the fire trucks are here. If I hear the call. Yeah. So, and they know that, you know, and I've, all the other fire police always are, are fine. I just, I don't need, I, <laughs> I was just, honestly, everybody's like, you need to press charges. You need to do this stuff. I mean, honestly, I laugh at the end of the day. Cause it's just yeah. like, I'm not that worried about it. It's just like, you know, just the cold region in me was like, put the street, put the phone in your pocket and throw down, bro. Like it's yeah. time. And I'm just like, just, just, I mean, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's probably like 78 years old. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was the other thing too. He was obviously like an elderly man. And then it just, it shows people are messaging me saying he did this before to my brother he did this before to this person oh yeah so, yeah, yeah just, uh, every now and then well what, what happens is, is usually the fire the fire police guys are the guys who wanted all wanted to always be chief but they're like no you're gonna make sure like we're not gonna put an air pack on you yeah we're, we're just gonna make sure you stand over there and just like make sure no one gets close and yeah. it's, it's kind of like the the kid and like what i'm not a baseball fan but like isn't like left field or nothing ever happens well, so right right field right, right field. field but that's true yeah if you yeah. play right field yeah that's yeah, like so they put they put the worst kid in right field yeah, yeah so yeah. he's <laughs> the, usually the fire police are the right field the right the right fielders of the that's world that's a good way of looking at yeah. it yeah and yeah. and he just probably needed to feel important that day yeah and he just came up to the the the, the kid with the phone out. Well, he didn't because well, I seen the other video. You're, you you kind of keep your phone low. It's not like you're up. Yeah, and and, and, and that's also what I try to because a lot of people will say to me, you know, why don't you get like a legit camera? Why don't you get a tripod? You know, I do have like a, it's it's a thing that your whole thing is going live. It, it, yeah, and also too, I also like to be discreet. I'm a very private person. I had to like reveal my name after a while, and people are like messaging me. I never knew you were whole butt news. Like I never. Cause like, I don't like, I'm a hermit. I don't like people involved in my personal life. I have very few f like actual friends, friends that I'll go to hang out with. I'm a family guy. I'm with my you know family all the time. And I just, I like to be private. So mm -hmm. now as this goes on, you know, you know, I try to, I normally don't wear my press pass when I go out, 
but this was I knew this was going to be a big fire so I felt just in case I'll, I'll throw my press pass on but normally I'm there in a hoodie and uh, shorts and a sandal and yeah like like you know my phone is at like chest level because I don't want people think like oh, here I am gawk and look at me look at me it's just like yeah. I'm trying to document this show what the first responders are doing because I've always been so blown away when they're like cutting in with saws and like that fire even that fire last night when I got there there was one cop and me and I went live and the flame starts showing up in the back and I was like, four houses are gone. Four houses are gone. There's mm-hmm. those four houses are all they're all screwed. And I cannot and and then on top of it, there's no road behind Bear Valley. So they're climbing on other people's roofs and then trying to get to the back. And I'm saying to myself, there's no way they're gonna stop this fire. People are commenting and saying, There's no way you're gonna stop this fire. It never spread to the second house. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. And it's just like that stuff needs to be documented because nobody understands everybody's just like, Oh, there's was just like a fire up there. Then they drive back the next day and they see minimal damage and they were like, eh, you know, no big deal. But I saw those flames start showing up in the back and then they're cutting through and they're doing this stuff and, and it's just crazy pulling the siding off like i've never seen that kind of stuff yeah. in real life and they deserve that respect to know like these guys are volunteers yeah and they're not being paid and they're doing like some of the craziest shit i've ever seen yeah you know and it's just like so that is all i'm trying to do is document that and then just be like yo don't go to the street but also like look at what these people are doing and yeah. that's the the sole intention of hobut news really was just like look what's happening like this is crazy mm-hmm. you know like that's all it was ever ever was for me yeah you know and then people always like you know you love trump you love liberals you love biden or like whatever and they try to you know you love joe jorgensen you you know i like good people yeah yeah i'm I'm a i'm I'm just a people like i like good people like yeah it's just yeah i'm a people person Mm -hmm. i I like people i want people to have freedom to do whatever they want and you know just like that guy he could have came up to me at the bear valley thing he could have just came up to me and said hey man i need you to move back for for the fire please and i would have said Hey man, uh, uh, I'm press. Uh, I'm allowed to be wherever I want, but if you need me to move, I totally can move. Mm-hmm. Or I would just said, "Hey man, you know." And then, but the first thing he did was he he grabbed the the like not my arm, but like the I had a hoodie on, and he grabbed that part of shirt and he kind of just like pushed me and he was like, "Move!" And I just turned around like, "Hey man." you don't have to touch me. You yeah. don't have to touch me. And he goes, I'll touch you all I want. That's yeah. what she said. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I was just like, that was really funny when he said that. Cause I was like, he goes, I'll touch you all I want. And I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> and then, uh, and I was just like, no, you actually won't because like, you're not going to like, you know, it's just not going to happen. So then he like grabbed me again. And then the, one of my neighbors was there. Gil- the big Gilbert. dude, the, yeah, the big dude, dude stepped yeah, in. Dude, he's, he's the man, dude. He's, he's just the man. He's just like my neighbor. He came and he's like, you're not going to do that. And he came in like, like the, big show yeah he really was he really was he was about to, he was about to choke slam him down the thing so and like honestly when he did that the demeanor on his face changed immediately yeah when the six foot four yeah. dude steps in yeah yeah because i mean he went after my phone once and i'm just like dude and like, then he went through with the other dudes to go at your phone again yeah yeah he went yeah because then the guy goes you can't do that he goes well i'm just going after his phone and then he like went after it again yeah but i mean i had a secure like i wasn't worried about it but i mean that's a you know I don't have many expensive things, and that's the only thing I could do for Hobart News. Is the so, phone. Yeah, yeah. So then he was like, I'm going to go get the cops. So then I see him go get the cop or the fire chief, and then I see them. They're like going like this, and then I see him. He gets t- he got t- taken off the scene. Then they pulled me over, and they're like, listen, man, like you got to give a statement to the police. Like he's done this before, and we need like if there's video evidence, I need you to like send everything. Yeah. And he was like, if you want to press charges and do all that kind of stuff, you can do all that. And I'm just like, I'm not interested in any of that. I'm not not even really interested in him like losing his position i know he's been doing this before i hate to be like that person to like 
you know what I mean? Like he was down. He could run a Bellini line for the fire company. He doesn't yeah. have to be on scene anymore. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. He can handle the phone. Like, you know what I mean? He doesn't have to be fired. It's just the thing for me is, is just like it could have been avoided. I, I ultimately don't want it to happen to somebody else. Somebody like me, I can handle it. It's not a big deal. He didn't push it past far, like touching me, you know, or going after me like four times. But like, you know, the wrong person in a coal region is going to knock your teeth out, man. Like, you know, and I was saying, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so mad. Like, you should have, you know, and it's just like, but part of me was like, yo, I'm about to put my stream down and it's about to go down. Like, yeah. it is about uh, to emotion, go down. Emotion. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to push them. Like, I was just like, I'm just going to check them down the hill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the things that go through your head and it's then like checking Bob Barker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he beats you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so good. If anyone watching, I know we got some people viewing, uh, we do have a chat. If you type in the chat it will pop up we will see it so if you have a question uh about something you have a question about for Hobot news uh please put it out there if you are watching please hit the shirt the sh uh, share button to let people know that we are out here and exist trying to and uh, smash that like and button. hit the like button as like well they say yeah. in tim pool smash that like button. Yeah. i don't know dude i was just saying we never talked about tim pool i like i like him as well yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah i it's I, I like how you brought up too about the firefighters and that respect because you know, once again, growing up, my fi father, who's been doing this a long time, like the, the the training that they go through now is unbelievable. It's almost to the point where there's too much training, which is not always a bad thing. Yeah. But the only problem with that is, is there's so many there's so many hours of training to be involved to become a fire a volunteer firefighter now that they're losing membership. Mm -hmm. Like membership in fire departments are going down. Actually, to uh, go with that, when I was originally doing this, I thought. Maybe I'll become a volunteer firefighter because it would be awesome to be like, I'll get a helmet cam and like do all this stuff. And then when I looked into how many hours and, and stuff, I was just like, wow, I'm really not going to be able to do Hobart News if I do this. Yeah. So it's like, so I guess I'm in the position that I'm in and this is just mm -hmm. what I fell into. So yeah, yeah I yeah, mean. The hour, because it used to be just you could be any Joe Schmo can walk into a fire department, they'll they'll do a little in-house training and then they'll put you in a, a burning building. And that's not the case anymore. The minimum requirements are too, are really, really high. So if you are listening and, and you, are, you want to be a firefighter, they need help, like all of the local departments. Because one of the things that I, I always kind of took for granted growing up is like my dad would leave his warm, safe house with his family at three o'clock in the morning mm. to run into your house that's on fire to make sure you're okay. Like that's, and that's like a big deal. Like when I, when, when people say like, oh, there goes the fire. It's like, no, that should be respected. Like yeah. what they're doing is unbelievable and they're not getting paid. You know yeah. what I mean? That That's honestly insane. They, there should be a tax fund set aside in and, Pennsylvania or America. That and they like, don't really do, they don't get much tax breaks yeah. when it comes to fire departments and stuff. It's it's kind of crazy, the stuff they kind of, so like when you see your fire, look, look, like the boot guy, where they put the boot out in the road and the guy mm -hmm. stands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the crazy thing is more people die collecting that money in a boot than they actually do on scene of fire calls. That's like just, a, just because they're standing in the road? Because some guy hits them with their yeah, car yeah, or something and crazy. And not paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, this goes to credit that, like how little injuries are, not injuries, but like death we have on scene because the yeah. training is so good. Yeah, you area. guys are on top. I mean, I, I, I've seen a couple of crazy things. Row home houses are the one of the toughest. Like I, we've, I've, I've already heard statements from like New York City Fire Department and like people who do fires in main cities, and they come to this area and see these, 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 like the way the structures and the homes mm -hmm. are, and they're like, wait, you, 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 if a fire happens here, you stop it. And they're yeah. like, yeah, they're like that's unbelievable. With that com, because a lot of people don't realize is a lot of these row, all these row homes have a, what they call a common attic. So the best way that that fire starts is if it has space and open open air and all that. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not telling you to do this, but if you go up to almost any one of your houses in School County and you 
put a hole in your closet, in your attic, or your roof, you can literally look down the rest of your block. Yeah, yeah. Because all the attics are one common open space. Mm-hmm. So when fire gets in there, and then you have air that takes it, it down the rest of the block, across, yeah. it just sucks it through. Mm-hmm. So, and then like I said, now someone down, somebody has a bad roof down the block. So yeah. say your house is here, and the other house is five houses away that's abandoned, and no one took care of it, and never never did th- any property damage, or and it has property damage, or it has a hole in the roof. So now that's that's it, you, your fire starts five houses away. That common fire hits the the fire hits that open space. The hole in the roof five houses down from the abandoned building. Now the air sucks everything out, yeah. and now now you just took out four more houses that probably weren't going to be taken out because of that abandoned property like so there's so much in that involved in these local fires that it's like really cool so like someone like it's an outsider who goes there to videotape and do what you're doing but still have that respect is, is, is awesome to hear yeah i mean like i said before that's kind of the goal of it all uh is is to show what they're doing but to your point you could actually see in the video last night of the bear valley one three four houses down you could see that happening in the attic there was smoke starting to pour out of a house like three houses down and, and i was thinking i was like what the heck's happening there mm-hmm. why is it smoking down there and not at the house next it was just the way the wind was blowing or mm-hmm. like you said that the air was sucks through yeah, it's, yeah and it's yeah i mean also to to go with that they do row homes and then also the things that i think are crazy is when there's an atv accident and there or a brush fire and they're taking these buggies out there and doing all that kind of stuff on top of dealing with row homes that would basically be city stuff Mm-hmm. So they're dealing with the like everything. So yeah. they, they they have the brush fires. They we have, have dive rescue teams. Yeah, we have the, the everything that happens in the Susquehanna River, all that kind of stuff. And then on top of that, you got uh, homes that were built in like 1920 row homes that are like burning all over smoking. Yeah, yeah and it's just like that's the combo of what's going on here. So I would I would say you know obviously just maybe besides like california and the west coast like where's another place where it's crazier to be a firefighter you know what i mean where you kind of got to be able to do everything a little bit of everything and then we have a whole a whole another branch of firefighters that are just that all they do is brush fires like wood fires yeah you know i mean because that's and credit to credit to that we don't really have that that much out here you know but it's 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 nuts man it's it's a whole nother world it's like anything if you get involved in a music scene if you get involved with theater scene fires like there's more to everything than you than you know because you're you're you you just kind of take it for granted or you see it from just from the, the ground level but like now diving into it you're like holy shit there's more involved in this like we live in a world right now where you know police officers are under under like under fire and listen they're just like just like there was good firefighters and bad firefighters. The same thing with police officers. So if you can go on the scene and show a fi- an officer doing a good job at his job, that's a good thing for people to see. Yeah, yeah. Or if you see an officer doing a bad job, it's a good thing to prevent that from happening again. You yeah. know what I mean? So I it mean is- that, that's the whole point of the video with the guy at Bear Valley. Like the only reason that I would. I didn't want to, but I was forced to release it. But if I'm going to release it, really the only goal I mean, is... I mean, you're, you're live streaming yeah, at that exactly. point. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So You'd at have that, to your whole video down. At that point, all I want is just him to not do it again and not to do it to the wrong person because that's not going to work out well for him because yeah. he's a little dude and he's an older man. And like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Everybody thinks, oh, yeah, like, if I, I'm going to knock his teeth out. You do all this stuff. But like, you can seriously hurt somebody just by shoving somebody. They fall, they hit their head the wrong way, they're dead. Involuntary yeah. manslaughter. Boom. You, have, you know what I mean? You have like, no idea. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on so like that's where i said like the coal region of me is like put your phone away and like knock this guy's teeth out and it's just like 
yeah, but you know that you just don't everything that could happen once it gets past that point. So he was trying to make it physical. That's why it's just like, man, you don't need to do that because nobody here wants that. Nobody here, you know, I don't want that, you know, so that ultimately I just want it to just not happen again. So if that just means he's got to he's done it a bunch of times, he's just got to sit and do the phones, then you just got to sit and do the phones, man. Yeah, you know, because I've never had any, you know, you know, there's no other fireplace that I've ever did that to me mm-hmm. you know what i mean so there's, so, there's... so do you like at your like in your house like do you just have like a, a scanner going all the time or do you just sit and kind of man a scanner do you have like a portable yeah, handheld I, scanner i honestly just use it's called broadcastify and it's um a network on the internet that just has every scanner in the world it's unbelievable and there's um two different uh lines you can listen to there's northumberland county uh fire and it's just uh northumberland county um, and then there's Northumberland Union and Snyder, and it's all three of the calls together. And sometimes you'll get stuff from like Perry County and, and neighboring counties. So I have that up. And then luckily, uh, Northumberland County has um, it's called a CAD incident. It's just um, it's just a, a very basic website. And that's where you see all my scanner calls where it'll say like ALS, you know, assault victim and like the address or like fire you know i get that directly off it's just an updater thing that they use for the dispatchers and it'll just say you know you know assault victim west Deward street shimokin street shimokin and mm-hmm. then i that, get that's yeah. a crazy thing too when people go for dispatching another kind of thing that a lot of people don't realize so when you're calling in a fire like um or a dispatcher calls in a fire if, if i don't know if you ever had if you ever experienced uh when they call in a fire if you listen sometimes on the, the broadcast or if you listen to the, the radio they're actually telling it's like code but they'll, yeah. they're actually telling them what blo- like they're like the what block they're in uh, what if it's coming from the back of the house, the front of the yep, house? So yep. like, so the first truck on scene knows their closest hydrant if it's coming yep. out north side, south side, east mm-hmm. side, west side, and where to put themselves right away to, to stop. position. Yeah, yep. and then the next, and then the next trucks coming, knowing the first, and then the person was, we're on scene. Mm-hmm. We're like, I always hear that when yeah. they say unit whatever on scene, and then they say send rescue ninety three down the other end yep. to whatever. Yeah, yeah and they're it, immediately on that. Yeah, I hear yeah. it all because the, time. the thing too is like if so, say if just an example too, like if you hit a hydrant here, now if if someone who's not paying attention goes and hits a hydrant down the street and brings their hose up, you can take the water pressure off the truck that's in front of the house, yeah. and now they're sitting with a, their piece of apparatus in front of a house with no water. Yeah. So like they all have to work together to hit certain hydrants to make sure you, you're not taking- Sucking st- from the same yeah. hydrant, basically. It's, it's yeah. a crazy, There's, like it's a really interesting- yeah. yeah. And then you figure on top of having, you know, Shimokin or my area, or just this area in general is just so old. Like mm-hmm. everything's so old. Everything's just, you know, so just all the, the water systems and everything are old and the ha- homes are old and it just it has to complicate everything. Yeah. Well, the cool thing with your page too, with Facebook, like especially with your group page is now you can have people from all over the area, like kind of going live and saying, or, or saying, Hey, there's a thing yeah, here in my, going on, and, yeah. so you're not only being updated by your scanner, but like your community's helping too, Yeah, which that, is really neat. And also too, at the end of the day, I don't want to take away from any other local news. I know other local news doesn't like me and that's fine because if, Somebody was beating me at something. I'd be mad too. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. I mean, it is the truth. I mean, I understand. Like they, they, whatever. I understand. There's only but, two local news sources I use. Yeah, and and neither one of them are major broadcasters. Yeah, because I, it, I like you guys and I like Scoop News. Yeah, I, I, 
and that's what I'm saying. Like I for Scoop News or even like WNEP or WKOK or News Item. I mean, that's kind of why I did the Welcome to the Jungle of News because it's just like. I personally can't share their articles because I can get reported for that. And I think that might have been what happened before when I was having issues oh, yeah, with yeah. Facebook. I'm thinking it was because I was sharing other news articles from other. And my intention is just, hey, I didn't cover this. And I'm not going to sit here and write a full report and basically plagiarize what you wrote. So why don't I just share Give your you credit? Why don't I share your article? And then I have so many followers. So I'm going to push a thousand people are going to click on this and go read and see what's going on. And they're going to say, Oh, skook news. They kind of got know what's going on. So maybe I should follow them too. It just works together. Yeah. And it's just like, I wanted, I wanted it to be a network of everybody, but you know, some people don't like me. So it's just like, so then I figure you go into the junk, the, Welcome to the jungle of news and everyone can just share their stuff and let everybody fight. And it's just like a, basically a user generated feed. Now, granted you have to be approved because I, at first I had it where you did, you didn't have to be approved to post. Oh my God. The Nonsense. things that were, yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. So I had to obviously do that. So sometimes, but yeah, I mean, you know, everybody, there was people like posting live videos from bear Valley from different angles last night. And do I have any problem? Like letting them have their video up? Like, no, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, I'm, I'm fine with whatever I'm fine with sharing. You know, there's another guy named Tony Bendel. He does stuff from Sunbury. He's like a firefighter and stuff. I always share it. He was at a fire today in Sunbury. I was asleep because I was up till three in the morning because of bear Valley. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 my chat, I'm not, I, it's not showing up on the normal side. So I do have some stuff going on here. I can, Oh, so we didn't. Oh, so, so here's we, the first question. Uh, what is, what has been your favorite story you've done so far? So favorite story or favorite like, live event? Yeah. Favorite live thing you've covered so far. <sighs> I don't, so, sorry guys. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. If I neglected you as I wasn't watching the, uh, Oh no, we'll get to, we'll get to you now. We got uh, you. Yeah. So I would say it's it's tough to say my favorite because everything happened so fast in the adrenaline. But I would say the the most moving thing was the uh, the original when George Floyd died. There was a, a, an original march, um, the day of the riots. So I went down there and I'm just like someone said there's going to be a peaceful march from City Hall in to the Philly. Art Museum. Yes, in Philadelphia. So there was a. Uh, I would say 60, 70,000 people is probably the most people I've ever been around in a random gathering. And we walked, they walked from, they all kneeled at uh, city hall and then walked to the art museum and everybody in their apartments, like walking around was like holding like pots and pans and doing all kinds of, I'm getting chills thinking about it. And it, it was just a very powerful moment to just be there and not a participant, just a, an observer mm -hmm. to see like, wow, look at all these people come together. And then that night they destroyed the city like from the top down. I mean, it was different people. Mm -hmm. So that experience was probably my top experience because that was just insane. Then I'm watching people go into the Gucci store and like throw a rock through and like taking yeah. all the stuff out. It sucks because those, let's just say 65,000 people who marched earlier in the day. It ruined, it ruined everything that they said. Then at night, a bunch of people went in there and damaged and vandalized. And then those 65,000 people who went and did things peacefully and protested the right way are now getting lumped criticized, in. lumped in for people yep. who are out there just to cause destruction and, 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 and stuff like that. So it's so when people think like the Black Lives Matter or when people protest or like, oh, they're all bad, that's kind of on the fault of the media too because the media doesn't say, no, 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 we were here earlier and everything's been great. Yeah. This is a different incident and these are not the same two people. Yeah. Now, every organization, whether any organization, has their extremists on either side. So you have people who do things the right way and the people who don't do the like who do things what they justify as the right way. Because mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not saying they're right. Because who am I? I don't. I don't know the. I don't yeah. know their motives. Um, but I personally have a like. I was like, man, what like look taking out a local business isn't 
stopping anything. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was also for me it was um seeing both sides of it in one day. So that was also like the like, extremists, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To see everybody marching, it being super peaceful to them burning a cop car and the cops standing next to me. I'm live, there's like five thousand people watching me, and the cops saying to me, Hey man, go behind that statue because my shotgun shells are about to explode and I don't know where they're gonna go. And I'm just like, What? And then boom you know what i mean and the, and the, the cop car's on fire and it's just like so i went from that and then two hours you know two hours before to like this amazing peaceful movement and then also how did that cop get out of there um well no we were it was uh he was out of the car at the time like they, i'm saying like like no one just kind of they let him go they just wanted to destroy his car yeah yeah i mean it, well, the, the, that's you, good you could literally watch the the videos they have like over a million like a million views at this point they're in my backlog of videos they're it's pretty intent uh they just had you know cop cars lined up and then you know the cops would park and then go you know stand with their riot gear so then they would run to the cop park cop cars and start flipping them and burning them and stuff yeah. so their weapons were still inside and the, the rounds were I, I'll, I'll never forget i was standing like this filming it and i wasn't was i wasn't realizing i was getting burns on my arm because it was so intense and the heat was so intense and it was hot and like i didn't know what was going on i had my arm showing and like the flames were like cooking i had this crazy sunburn i took a picture of it, it was unbelievable so it was like not a first degree burn, but like yeah. re- really, really bad sun poisoning. But it was from flames, heat. the heat from a burning cop it's car. Terrifying. And then on top of all of that, to say like that, why it would be, I guess, my quote unquote favorite story is I saw wh- how the news was didn't know at the time, but how news was going to shape from that point forward. Some people were going to say everything's peaceful and everybody else was going to say that everybody, it was a riot. And I saw people forming their opinions in those comments at that point. And when I would did the night one, when everybody was looting, um, anonymous and ended up helping me sharing, they shared my video, got a bunch of people listening, you know, on it. I had like maybe 15, 16,000 people watching me at once just watching this happen and mm-hmm. I could just see the opinions forming that later are what they are now. Yeah. What I see in every post, if I say, Oh, I'm going to Milton, there's a black lives matter protester. Oh, I'm going to Harrisburg. There's an assemble for freedom, which is like a mainly or conservative maskers or something. Yeah. yeah. Anti masker thing. You know what I mean? And it's just the same opinions. They just show up and like, that's where that all began. And that's really uh, shaped the political realm of everything's how, politicized. Yeah. Everything. And that's kind of how everything is at this point. So that's where it was, you know, that was probably the most important thing I covered. Um, nothing. I'm trying to think of something was actually fun, like a fun thing that I, I've well, done. the, the I, <laughs> I think a lot of people, I think it is kind of important when people go out and videotape, like I, I it's definitely a double-edged sword. Like, so when you see, two kids like you're a high school kid you're videotaping two kids in the street fighting like it is it is good for evidence to have it there but like when 15 people are sitting there videotaping and no one's trying to stop it too that kind of sucks but on the same token is like if you turn on the regular news you're seeing what they're putting out for the news and it's Mm -hmm. like it's not true. It's not true. But then you go and watch some guy's live feed from his, and he's literally in the neighborhoods that the, the yeah. news doesn't want to go to. And he's getting, he's, you're actually hearing people's legit conversations because they don't care if they're cursing or not. Cause it's on social. Like you're yeah. hearing the raw emotion, the raw, like it, it's, it's a different, and like, I don't know. It's, it's a different experience. And then you're, and then you have the people who are like, when you watch the live and you think that everyone in there is like for it, then you have people like, yo, what are you just like, I watched this one in, in the Lancaster when the, when the gentleman got mm-hmm. shot and they went to go light the car on fire, the cop car. 
and three people ran over with like bottles of water and they were putting the cop car out. They're like, you're not like, we live right here. You're not lighting this on fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's, it's interesting to see like that dynamic of like, cause I think everyone kind of groups everybody. Like they, they, um, what's, what's the terminology? Like they, um, I don't know. Like they just I always they, they say they they pe- they people want to put everybody wants to. It's either you're a liberal or you're a conservative or yeah. you're for Black Lives Matter or you're against it. You think that they're like the worst hate group in the world or you think they're the best. There's no middle ground. There's yeah. middle ground to everything. 100 percent. Yeah. It's just everything like Tr- Trump, Biden, all that stuff. I mean, they, I, I personally think that they both stink. But I mean, I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand people saying, oh, I like this from this person, you know, and and, and vice versa. But it's just like you can't, you can't sit there and be like a blonde. Oh my God! This is the answer. Either way, because I mean, I know we got to vote and we got to do whatever we got to do, and you got to pick somebody. But you know, it's it's just it's it's. I just feel like America is just digging in further, like two sides where it used to be like we come together, and then there's the we always said the extreme left and the extreme right. Like look at those idiots, and now it's like the extreme left and the extreme right are are they becoming the? Is it becoming the norm? It is. It is. Here's the thing. Like having so as many conversations I've had with people sitting at these tables between the shows I do, I feel like majority of the people do feel like man every the extremists on both sides are fucking nuts for the most part yeah and everyone kind of feels so. <laughs> everyone kind of feels like they're in the middle of the line like and has the right opinions and i have i have faith in humanity i am a huge batman fan too so i you know what i mean but it is getting to the point where the the media are like our, the media and our leaders will say, and I'm not just picking on the president. I'm picking on leaders in general, all politicians. I'm saying politicians and the media are literally causing a war between oh, humans, and they don't care. No, they don't care. And, it's and, ratings. And all they <laughs> see is a bunch of poor people that are like that maybe white black hispanic asian fighting each other and they're just like this is gonna be great television and and we're just kind of all like i know the the extremists on each side kind of say well you're a sheep listen you're both sheep you just have different shepherds yeah exactly you know what i mean so and the funny thing is is if when you talk to people they know they're being played by the media they know they're being played by their politicians but instead of being like or like, for example, with when people collecting these unemployment checks, like, look at these people collecting unemployment checks. You don't realize, like, Amazon didn't pay any taxes this year. They're like, yeah, but I don't like the fact that he's getting an extra four hundred. Like, be mad at your company. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. like we know it's we're getting shit on from the top, but instead of like, we it's shit, like we shit on each other. We just instead, pick on yeah. each other. It's like, yeah. I, 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 we, and try to blame the problems that they caused on each other yeah. or one side of government. When it's like you do realize that they're just expanding government all the time, and yeah. ev- whether Republicans say they want small government or Democrats, well, Democrats usually want bigger government. But everybody wants bigger. That anybody that's a politician wants bigger government, more resources, more money, more uh, ability to do things, more tanks to be built, more trades to be made. They want more government. Nobody wants less government. That's yeah. an actual politician. They're working. They're all part of that system. They want more and more government. But, you yeah. know, it's just that's that's where we're at. So, I mean, you know. Uh, what is the – we'll switch gears here a little bit. Uh, uh, what is the funniest thing you've seen while covering a story? <laughs> I like to interact with the people and get the people involved Yeah, yeah here. absolutely. Well, the first thing I ever did with that girl fighting – I left this out, but I guess I'll leave it. I'll bring it in. So when they were fighting and I was like, wow, like this is ridiculous. Just another day in Shemokin and they were fighting. So I uploaded the video – 
and it gets like say 50 it got like 50 60,000 views and then I get a message from Facebook saying this was taken away because of nudity and I was like what apparently one of the girl's boobs fell out in the middle of the thing she had like a hoodie on and like fell underneath it and I like wasn't really checking the comments that are like oh my god like check out the girl's booby at like 12 seconds or like whatever it was and I was just like oops so that was probably the funniest thing I'm trying to think if there's any there's been some there's Your been first some, first that bad and you get a boob yeah that's what I was gonna say nice. I'm trying to think yeah most of the most of the time it's it's mainly serious things but yeah that was like one time where I just like you need to go back and I looked at the video and I was like oh my god that is oh that is that's, a boob that's, that's a, a boob that's a whole boob, boob. yeah it's a whole boob boobs, boobs with a z yeah boobs with a z yeah <laughs> so that was probably I'm trying to think yeah I I don't know if there's a anything else that kind of tops that because that was just like everybody's like oh my god i saw a titty whatever and i was just like <laughs> really because <laughs> i wasn't paying attention i was paying attention to the people like beating the crap out of each other so yeah so that's probably the uh the funniest thing yeah. if i think of any other ones i don't think but that's the first one because it was like i said it was the first the first thing i did yeah so. well, i i want to give credit here to jacqueline because this this is actually a question i was going to pose but we'll give her the credit for it um are there any plans for the future of hobot news like expanding uh or 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 the way you think are are you okay with the way things are now we go through back and forth i have a good the uh, i'm a musician so i run festivals with this guy named Lee. He's in my band. We do everything together. He does all the graphics for Hobart News, so the ridiculous pirate hat and like all that kind of stuff. He's done all that, so I don't even get the choice. He just makes all those ridiculous things. And he's like, oh, here's your here's your 29,000 followers thing. Like, you have to post it. It's a you as Rambo. You know, whatever. So... I, I have somebody on my on my team who's a fan of your stuff, and they do amazing art. Maybe we'll yeah. work something out. We can get you a cool little logo done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, right now it's just literally my face. Like, whatever. But, yeah. Uh, so I know you're listening, by the way. <laughs> but um, so one thing I, I'm afraid about an expansion and like doing something that would be like supporters only or anything like that is just that people come to Hobart News because it's a free outlet to see what's going on. And then it's just like as soon as I say, well, I'll get another associate that will do things for me at this time and I'll get this person to cover this when I'm doing that. The pro the best thing about Hobart News is when something's going on, people just send me pictures and I'm like, Do you want credit or not credit? And then I just post it and then let it go. Mm -hmm. So really I'm the the way we expand is people are more alert and send more and more things and let me know about now I can't handle the amount of stories I get. Yeah. But the problem is is like I'll go through, I'll I'll do my best to get through the messages. But the as soon as you bring something else in, say, Oh, I'm gonna parent with WNEP or I'm going to get a job at WNEP or I do anything, it's going to complicate the message. So, and then I, you lose your creativity. Exactly. And you can't be that real and you can't, you can't, you have to, you're, you're pigeonholed to what they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want, I, like, I, I can't, I can't not react and say the word shit sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, holy shit, the fire, you know, holy shit. Like I was at the, in Ashland, which is near here. I actually drove by right by the, the high school. There was a guy like, you know, they were throwing flashbangs in trying to get him out. And oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I was, yeah, and I wasn't ready. So when that flashbang goes off, I cannot not say, holy shit. Yeah. You know, I can't. Cause it's just like, dude, like I'm standing here and a, like, it sounded like a bomb went off. Mm. Am I supposed to be live reporting? That was a bomb. Hobart news. And it's just like, is that what you really want me to do? Is that really what people want no. now? Because if they do, they can just go watch WNEP. They can just go watch yeah. CNN. They can just go to the news item. They can get that stuff. So why don't I just try to be real? Just keep being real. And then how things expand, I kind of just want to 
do it as we go other than being like, hey, we're just going to be supporters only or it's going to be, you know, if you don't donate, we're not going to do the news or we're only going to do certain things here or I'm going to start doing like, I'm live at a fire, Bear Valley Avenue, but not even showing the fire behind me. Mm -hmm. A man came up to me and threatened to push me and then grabbed me. ESPN, you know, and it's just like people are over that fake Every time I watch the news, like my mom watches ABC News every night, and it's, it's like da- David Muir, the funeral director. COVID nineteen, are your children at risk? Coming up, Donald Trump says it once again. I think it's a hoax. I hate everyone. It's all clips. Yeah, it's it's just like it's so ridiculous. It's just propaganda, and then mm-hmm. it's just like starting tonight with the most deadly disease for children that has ever been thought. Not like polio or like tuberculosis <laughs> yeah. or like it's just fear mongering. Yeah, and it's just like so. I don't think people want that anymore. So, you know, they, I, they do, but I think you're, th- there is people who do, who seek it, but that's what they're used to. Yeah. So what you are is a breath of fresh air when it comes to that. And we do have a thing in our area, which is like our coal region charm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that's, I don't know if I call it charm, but it, that's it, it, It's charming yeah, I guess, to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, charming. Okay, okay. That's a good way and to that's, it. And that's it's what you bring. You know what I mean? And that's, that's kind of what I try to do here with our, our thing. Like I talk about pro wrestling. I talk about like, it, it says interviews, but it's more like a conversation. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I try to bring like I have people who are like you would never get sponsorship because you curse her. But like, or, or they say your interviews are two hours long. Okay, and wait, I said, can, can I just interject? I will just say the most successful podcaster of all time definitely curses on his podcast. Like yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan definitely. I mean, he, he started already famous. Which yeah, like, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Everybody fair listens enough. to famous people's podcasts. They don't listen to like everyday Joe. You got ones. me on that one. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is like. If I were to take this interview, right, and I didn't do it live and I, I videotaped it, and then I cut out what I thought were the best 45 minutes and made it a, like a 45, 30 minute interview, like who am I to say what somebody else would get out of this interview or what, what I get what, out of it? What you think is more so interesting. I, I than think the it's other, a, yeah. a full, raw conversation. I think act, people sitting down and having conversations is important. Like we're two people who've never talked until today before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if, if, if people are watching this, they're like, oh, they probably know each other for a while. Like, And I think that's where the like mindedness of us is kind of showing which i think is important for people to see yeah it's it's, it's good to have dialogue between people yeah, yeah. i mean r- the tag for hobot news is real news for real people yeah that's i mean that's and that was what lee said that and i was like dude that's genius that's perfect that's exactly what i want because that's what it is it's just like why don't you just go somewhere as this hippie and just point your camera <laughs> at stuff and just be like whoa man check out these firefighters doing an awesome job man well obviously it's in my coal region yo Bob, watch these you know firefighters look what they're doing but and it's just like that's all it really is based off of so it's just you know that's people what, what people want to see people don't want to i don't think people want to read reports or look at pictures anymore because everybody has a phone so everybody has the ability everyone just reads the headline anyway yeah you're you're 100 right because sometimes i do it sometimes i share articles and i only read the headline and then i'm like oh wait i better go back and, and then that. you open it it's like you're an idiot yeah 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 and it's like some <laughs> scam thing you know? yeah, i love but that's that. i stop i stop share. i i don't i only i only post stuff up from from my thing now because it just it, it just makes it easier to the content that i control yeah and, you know i mean my, my our thing is interviews with everyday people everyone has a story so like th- this turned into like kind of finding the gems in our area like things that like, maybe people know about or don't know about or things that i want to kind of i want to dive more into but like the first couple episodes were people's stories of coming through a drug addiction or people coming through really de- bad depressions or people who had really insane stories but it is very hard to keep those stories going because we do live in an era where people judge and people yeah. are like so people are like I'm afraid to come on your show and tell you my story because I know people are going to see it. Yeah, it's a little bit of polarizing. Yeah, yeah but then the thing is, every single person who's done it, after the show is over, they had a 
influx of love being like, you're so brave for telling your story. I'm glad that, like your story helped me get through my situation. So that's kind of what we're trying to accomplish. And I, I, I think on a news aspect, I, I respect what you're doing. I think it's cool, man. I, I dig it. Yeah. I, I, I also to go back to the, the, the over the overdose thing. I, I try very carefully to, to post when there's an overdose and try to show people how much it's happening. And, you know, I don't know what to do. Cause I I've lost some, I mean, I've lost so many of my friends. I, I say it. I have my friends know that I've said this all the time. I lost so many friends. I had to make new friends. Yeah. And you know, it, it's, and I still have friends that battle with it. And then I have friends that are good and you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's something that is never talked about enough, but you, you're afraid. Like we said with them coming forward, you're afraid that, you know, me, sometimes I'll post one time I posted, you know, that there was an overdose and the person that overdosed messaged me and was really upset with me. And I mean, I, we ended up making, you know, making everything okay. But like, you know, sometimes you feel like, you know, you don't want to, I, I don't ever put the address or who it is or their name or their age or anything like that. But I guess like, because it was a person that did it a lot and they know the street, you know, people kind of knew who it was or, you know, whatever. So it, it kind of, I'm always on the fence with that kind of stuff, but ultimately I always end up posting it and ended yeah. up putting it out there. One of my friends, Mike sent me YouTube videos of him the first time he admitted that he was an addict sent me that YouTube video. I sent it to him and he said the same thing to me. He goes, I got two people that said nasty things to me. And I got about 250 that said great things. Yeah. And he was like, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah, as long as you can handle the two bad comments. Cause I was like, cause that's how about news. It's like, it's, you'll get, you know, a bunch of good stuff. I get a bunch of good stuff and then I'll just get, you know, through to 3% of just jerks, you know? Yeah. Every it's crazy. Like the way I personally process stuff especially when it comes to news is I think like, what if this was my family or if I had a child and this was my kid or this is my parent or this was somebody I truly cared about and they went through this news story and it's just like, cause it's easy just to look at somebody and kind of dehumanize them and be like, Oh, another junkie or yeah, oh, another yeah, piece yeah. of shit or oh, a racist or oh, this. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you don't know anything what that person went through. And, and even though we're all, think that we're different because we have different religious beliefs or different um, political parties we believe. We're always, just because where we live, we're all kind of in the same mouse race. You know what I mean? The same maze. And we're all one day away from being in the same position. You know what I mean? Like, our area is big on people getting behind the wheel of a car drunk or yeah. going out and doing something or trying something that they don't know they're trying or going out one day and someone attacking. I mean, all that can happen, but realistically the chances are a lot lower than you think, but because you, because most of the main news sources are so fear mongering, like it is good to put like, so what we, I try to do on my end is like, I'll try to find really positive or cool events going on in the area. So I don't really cover too much news unless it's like really good news. Like this person is building a new business. Yeah, so yeah. you know what I mean? Like cool stuff like that. So it, I, I, like I said, it, it I think, I think you, putting like you're kind of the boots on the ground and being there is is important for people to see yeah yeah i also uh fight with that uh fight with that back and forth of trying to post as much positive things mm -hmm. because and also to, uh because there is a lot of i mean like there's a lot of negative things that come through with drugs and stuff and shamokin and all that kind of stuff but it, it's definitely it's it's definitely tough to find the balance but ultimately i'm trying to put out like a positive message for all of it for the overdoses for whatever you know it just it's trying but it, it you know it gets misconstrued sometimes it's kind of tough because people people are tough man they're they're you know my fans are my tough the people that follow but are, are the toughest critics you'll ever yeah you'll ever come across you know and it's only made me better but you know it's it's uh 
Certainly, certainly an interesting experience. It's looking like we're having possibly technical. Nope, no, we're good. That was just my my thing messing up. Um, I think we kind of uh, Jocelyn, we kind of started that in the very beginning. They asked what made you start reporting, and you told yeah. you kind of told your story there. Um, so if you want to check that out on the replay, you can you can check that out. Um, somebody asked about what happened with the the fire police the other night yeah and that was something we kind of covered earlier so yeah yeah there's actually there's a video of uh the incident on a whole news page there's also the regular video there's also i post it you can there's also a video of him doing it to somebody else and the one video i posted is actually two angles you can see my angle and then you can see somebody that was like oh man someone's going after hobot and they like kind of flipped up their camera yeah so i posted all that so if you want to see any of that kind of stuff and yeah two people basically were fighting at turkey hill and i pulled my phone out and that's kind of and, and, and the city came out yeah and that's i mean <laughs> and i was also working at wkok but when i i didn't add this at the end they fired me because uh, I, always, I think it's funny now because at the time I was so upset. You know what I mean? You're upset. Yeah. You're upset. I never got fired from anything. I've been a, did work jobs, you know, multiple jobs at Penn State when I went to Penn State, like, you know, whatever server jobs, every odd jobs because I was a musician. So I always prided myself, but they were mad because somebody messaged me. It was like, yo, Centralia has been covered up. Like, you better go. And I just went, just pulled out my phone, just went live. And then, you know, there was like 6,000 people watching me. And I'm just like, yeah, Bob, you know, I'm just like walking around. And they're just like, yeah, are you going to like tell us like what's going on or like what's going on? And then they were like, and yeah, also like said the F word in your broadcast. And I was like, but I mean, it's, it's not like I'm live for like WKOK. And they were just like, well, you got two choices. And this at this time, we had 4,000 followers for Hobut. It was like, you can either quit Hobut or we're going to fire you. And I was like, well, just fire me then. So they fired me and I was like, oh man, did I make the wrong, the wrong thing? And then we're at 30,000. But so honestly, that kind of awesome. That gave me, that gave me a kick in the ass. That yeah. was like, yo dude, if you're going to do this, I actually like have the I thing. I hit a thousand and I'm like, oh my God, a yeah. thousand people. But I mean, I, I mean <laughs> to, 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 to go with that, I worked, to uh, my festival, the bands I worked in, my band has 4,000 likes on Facebook. I work for every single one of those and my festival is 2,500 and we have about 400 people that consistently come to every event. So that's a small amount of people. So when we, you know, 2,500 likes, like I work so hard for that. So, you know, getting a thousand, doing any of those types of things is an amazing accomplishment. But it, the, the thing is, is that news is just happen i mean when i did it it just happens to be more universal yeah you know i i got donators there a couple of people from africa donated i've had people donate Holy from shit. england canada uh i don't know south america japan i i have some guy that, that donated from liberia and he said i get limited internet so i can only go on and see so many things per day this was during like the philly riots oh and, wow and he was just like so i go on and i i look at whole butt news because i know you're on the ground somewhere in america and i'm seeing what america looks like right now and he sent me a hundred bucks of liberian money That's like you know what i mean it was like so when I, when that started happening i was just like yo this is like this is what i this is what i should be doing yeah you know? so it, th that's the only thing i mean i worked in the, the you know more of a niche thing you know if you're in more of a niche thing it's 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 just it's tough to yeah to get that, that that's kind of where i'm stuck now is it's more or less just school county yeah. i, I want to reach out and, and hear people's stories from all over the world but i'm still trying to get comfortable with my thing like i like i said this is interview 91 and it sounds yeah. like a big number but it's not like i've only yeah. been, it's only coming up on two years so it's like I, I i still have a lot of growing to do but it's it's dude that's awesome like yeah. fucking if someone from japan messaged me yeah, I'd be like, what? I would much rather him message me and be like, "Yo, your band time relapse is really sweet." But yeah. I mean, you know, you take what it's just like you, you take what you can get, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I never really wanted for even in music, I only ever wanted to just be able to support myself and be able to support like what I do 
and and the festival that we have now and then now with the supplemental of like making some money with Hobart News when I not really with the driving and everything I kind of basically break even but I figure like if I keep growing that this will eventually maybe become a, a, a well, we're gonna get this teespring going you're yeah. gonna have yeah, yeah you're gonna have def- coffee mugs and t-shirts and hoodies and long sleeves and baby onesies and a ridiculous coffee mug and, and with wall, my face and on wall it. tapestry that's cool dude that's all that's all on the like it's, yeah there's so much and it doesn't I, cost it, you a th- thing and I was just saying thinking about it I actually do that at my festival. I contract this Grim Screen Productions and they come in and make three stable shirts and that's it. There's no, like they don't pay me to come there and I don't pay, like they don't give me money. They don't cut anything. They just come, they make the shirts, they sell them and I just figure it's a win-win. They make money, they come in, they make money and people get three stable shirts. You know what I mean? And it's just like I personally couldn't front the money or want to be handing them out or worried and then we only do like uh, 30 or 40 and they sell out every time so then we have this nice thing so that sounds that that might be the best thing that we get today is being able to do that because yeah. I was just actually talking to somebody they were like listen I'll buy the shirts for you I'll send them to people I'll do all this stuff I was like I don't want you to do that like yeah. I appreciate it but like I don't want you to be meeting random people to like give them t-shirts and like mm-hmm. shipping them like you know there's got to be a better way here it is I got so you. whoever made up with whoever came up with that idea I've, I've I've put so many people on a Teespring because yeah. like here's the thing like I I don't have the luxury of like setting up like a band or merch or do all that so this yeah. is the easiest thing for me and like, yeah oh man and it's, it's out of my hands you know what I mean yeah. it's like go buy a shirt you know what I mean yeah. do what you gotta you do and gotta then post you, the website then you see someone wearing it you're like holy shit yeah, that's yeah. cool um well let's talk about your band a little bit what's what's the name of your band uh time time relapse I was in two bands I was uh, I did a thing with Medusa's Disco for a while that's a cool name yeah yeah that that was that was fun we like toured the country and did like a bunch of what type of music that was like high flying drinking swinging hot rock and roll like okay. like reformation of zeppelin and the who basically that's what I mean, so we played like, like classic warp. rock yeah yeah we played we opened for like puddle of mud we played on the warp tour i guess we were they had a little we had a little bit of punk elements and stuff and whatever like that was fun so that was like the thing where like i toured but the real band that i've been in for 10 years that is like my steady eddie where, you know, I was just basically fill-in bass player for them. They were like, hey, we need somebody to do this. And I was just like, yeah, I can go on tour for you guys for a year. So that was kind of like a contracted thing. And we're still friends with those guys. They still play our festival and all that kind of stuff. So, um, But Time Relapse is like we have um, um, 31 albums, I think, now. Holy something like shit. that. Yeah, two, over 200. They're all on Spotify for free because like, w- nobody makes any money. I Did just, you ever go to uh, Bandcamp? Um, we don't have anything on Bandcamp. Honestly, I don't. Bandcamp is dope. I, I've given up on making money, um, making music as a musician. I just make the music and hope people listen to well, it. Bandcamp, you can still listen to it for free. Oh, can you? Okay. So you can go on Bandcamp. I'm trying to get a lot of people in the area on Bandcamp yeah. because I think it's good. Even if you're not a musician, I think people who want to support local music should know about yeah, Bandcamp. Yeah, because Spotify absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they they rob us of every penny. Absolutely. So, so you can go on Bandcamp. So, for example, um, Mahantango, our, our intro music, their album may be on there, and I, I don't know offhand, but maybe they're selling their album for five bucks. Yeah. You, as the person buying the album, can say, "I'll buy the album for five bucks, but I'm also going to give them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pay twenty five. Yeah. So like, you can do a gives thing you the on there. Where, where, yeah. It yeah. gives you the option to say like, you can put more than it's worth mm-hmm. on there, or my music's for free. 
or you could pay a dollar for it. Like it's it's pretty much pay your own price. And yeah. I just think it's like if you're supporting local music, like I have ten bucks. What am I? Gonna do? I'm gonna go buy a six pack with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might as well just support local music. Like I, I rather support the local music. So I think band camps are a cool thing that people should know about, especially mm-hmm. if they're trying to help on un, unsigned artists. Yeah, we're we're so quick to jump on like a same uh, a celebrity's stream or a celebrity's thing and donate crazy money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like you have all these up and coming people that are tr- like working their asses off. Oh man. The, to I, I I really feel for the people that were I mean part of the reason I did festivals and did all that stuff like while I was in Medusa's disco I was and in time relapse before we were running festivals on the side because I would we needed that to fund our tours because you you it's so hard to make money as a band I, I feel for bands right now like you know I still put like we're playing at the heritage and Shimoke and Time Relapse, just like a dual acoustic thing. And like, we, we will play at our festival. We're actually doing a tool tribute at our festival. I can't wait to do that with That's another band. Nice. And all this kind of, all kind of, all kind of the cool stuff. And, um, but it, it has to be so hard during the COVID times to be a band because, I, you know, I, we had so many bands that were had six months tour to six month tours planned for March to October. What, what type of, what genre of music is your time, band now? Time Relapse? The, um, we do a little bit of everything, so it's it's really hard because I, I was it original and cover or yeah, all it's original? all it's all original, all original. Yeah, it's uh, basically the way it works is the, my, the guy that's in my band that writes the songs. He he's gonna hate me when I say this. Nah, he's not gonna hate me. He doesn't care about anything. But he's <laughs> like he's like the light, and I'm the dark. He kind of has this. He grew up suburban Jew in Philly, and just you know. It just kind of had it a little bit easier than, you know, growing up in the coal region. So when he came to the coal region and like we met each other at Penn State and he was like, you know, like he would write music and it was kind of like light, like maybe like Jack Johnson, Incubacy, kind of kind of stuff like that, like acoustic Dave Matthews band, stuff like that. And he got dirty. Well, I basically (laughs) said to him, I need you to listen to Tool and I need you to, you know, listen to these stories of me like you know, doing goofy stuff and getting, you know, bad things happening in my life. And I don't want to get too deep into the yeah. bad stuff, bad decisions that I Cole, guess I, Cole region, young mistakes. Yes, yes. All the bad decisions and the continued bad decisions that I made probably until, you know, about two years ago. So he would basically watch me spiral out of control, watch people die in my family or my friends pass away from overdoses. And he would just see me, spiral out of control and he would just he has just written music about he was like the artist who followed hunter s thompson around uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> i mean i would never compare myself but that he, he to me it, it to me that's why i love time relapse so much because it's a record of my life and what i felt because he was just like dude like i can't believe you're going through this yeah i wrote the song about it and then so that's the the music that you hear of time relapse that has lyrics the stuff that doesn't have lyrics we do a lot of instrumental stuff that's all written by me just doing crazy trying different crazy techniques and yo i'll play drums for a little bit you play guitar i'll play bass you do this and then we just like mash it all together so sounds sick yeah so that that turns into like weird jazz psychedelic metal like i don't know all kinds of crazy stuff but the the stuff that lee writes is like it's like acoustic tool that's what i would always say it's like dark (laughs) it's like dark acoustic it's like dark acoustic dave matthews like dave matthews but like real messed up like lyrics you're like is this talking about a heroin overdose like yeah he is you know what i mean like and that's kind of like what it is and you know that that's kind of like our influences i would say like dave matthews and tool and we kind of like merge them together and i love pink floyd too so yeah Uh, aaron aaron bevan is in the chat saying uh 
nice to see you guys doing the interview that uh, that slaps so Aaron is the <laughs> uh, is the one of the one of the many who messaged me saying this interview has to happen so it's awesome uh, to see him in the uh, yeah what's up yeah what's the story behind the mask you wear in the band Ooh. I guess Jocelyn, you're killing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just have gonna to, say this. You want I should have you come in and sit for an interview. This you're is a this it. is a great this is a great question, but I, <laughs> eventually they'll still probably come back to bite me. But whatever. Um, I I joined Anonymous, the hacker group, like a long time ago, and just was like, you were the the. It's the Vendetta. It's a, a formation of the Vendetta mask. Yeah. I have a bunch of different masks. I have masks that people made for me because it became a thing. But, you know, about, 10, about 10 years ago or 10, 12 years ago when we first started, I was really into Buckethead, the guitar player. So I got a KFC bucket and then I used to get the white mask and I would wear it on my head. And then I saw the V for Vendetta movie and I started reading the comics and then I was just like, oh, my God, like I'm going to join Anonymous, this hacker group. I'm going to be so cool. So I got like a VPN and like went in and like became ordained and like did all this crazy stuff. Oh. Yeah. And like you know, it, it's nothing crazy. I'm, I'm just kidding. Like it's nothing crazy, but it was just like they, I, they I do thought some pretty positive things though. Yeah, they do. It's way different now than it was even back then. It's way more of like an open source, just kind of like people just like, hey, do you need this? Do you need that? Here's information. I used the only time I ever used it was to to get my Philly video out. I was like, hey, can you guys help me do this? When I was down there, I was like, it's about to go down. Like cop cars are burning. Could you help me? But. So I was just super into that. So I got um, anonymous. If you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> I'll put a little mask in the corner. <laughs> they're good, I was just gonna say they're, they're probably not happy happy about me saying this. Uh, <laughs> I'm still. It's called OP New Blood. I'm just a new blood. I'm just basically in. That's it. And yeah. I just did the, th- the requirements. I'm, I'm into their shit. I like yeah. what they do. I like I, when they when they when they expose people for being scumbags. Yeah. They. Yeah. yeah so they. And I mean, it, it, it's just like any group. It gets lost and all that kind of stuff. I just kind of was curious and just wanted to participate and just like see what's going on i don't ever want to do anything with the information that i gain or do anything i'm not really interested i just like to be informed and be able to, to like access the stuff and see kind of like what's going on in the underbelly of the internet now you just listen to joe rogan it's the same thing yeah 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 <laughs> and and so it really just came from i was at it and i saw it and they don't sell the authentic mask anymore because um it's like made with like rosier cheeks and it's made more cartoony because people were like committing crimes with them so i got one of the authentic masks before they discontinued them and then i just took black electric tape and x'd it out and wrote px which is like a a thing that i used to see in this weird dream that i used to have and made it like so that his mouth was silenced and then it slowly just got deteriorated over the years so that's why there's duct tape all over it sounds and it's awesome like, yeah it's all ridiculous so i just i just wear that during the sets also because like i used to make not used to yeah i used to make i always used to make weird faces when i'd be playing guitar like tapping like doing something and people would be like you're making like an orgasm face like can you like and i was just like I, someone my girlfriend said that to me and i was like all right, well, I'm wearing a mask from now on because that's weird as hell. And then I wore a mask to a show, like a regular bar. It was actually the Redmond Bar. And my pap, who unfortunately <laughs> passed away, but he said to me at that show, he was like, you wear that mask. Keep wearing that mask. That's really cool. And I was like, if you my pap if, yeah, if yeah. thinks it's cool, like we're doing it. So that's awesome. It just basically formed out of that. So but, but lucky, liking Buckethead, liking V for Vendetta, thinking God, I was cool because I was like, I'm going to get an anonymous. I'm cute. You know, I like that shtick stuff in band. I'm like Ghost is fun. My favorite band oh, right Ghost. now. Yeah, yeah they're My nuts. favorite band right now is Steel Panther. Oh my god! And they're, uh, they're in costume the whole time. Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, my buddy like went to see them. I don't know if it was. At that I've seen them out. four times. Yeah, and he was he like hung out with them and like did all this stuff. And he said that they were like super fun. They're actually the thing is is like I'm not a huge uh, pa- like the parody stuff, but when 
like I've listened to them. They're very talented musicians. Yeah. Like they're ripping, dude. Like they're ripping. Satchel's a beast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so when anybody's doing that, I'm just like, props, bro. Cause yeah. like, I can't do that. You're ripping that solo. You're, you know, all the musicians are solid. Like, you know, and I, I used to be way more like, like this band and Peak Floyd's the greatest. And if you don't like it, you're wrong. I listen to everything. Yeah. I try to listen to everything. Do you know too. what I listened to the other day? I listened to fucking, cause I, I listened to her interview on Howard Stern again. And then I caught like clips of her interview on, uh, um, Joe Rogan, like Miley Cyrus. I was, I, uh, I was listening to Miley Cyrus today. Yeah. Hey, whatever. I used to say, whatever makes you feel good and makes you do like more positive things and like uh, do it. I yeah. listen to the Rocket League soundtrack right now. That's what I look because I love Rocket League. My buddy, he lives in Strasburg Lee. We like, we'll go home and we'll play Rocket League tonight. And like, they just, you know, so. I listen to that because I get hyped up when I play Rocket League. So then when I listen to that stuff, I'm just like, it's just like, I don't want to say crappy, but it's just like EDM music. It's just yeah. like background, like dance music, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but then when I turn that on in my regular life, I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, let's do something. Oh, so actually, when I pulled up here, I was listening to the Rocket League soundtrack. I'm like, get fired up. You're doing a podcast. Let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll do that. But then I also listen to like the Elder Scrolls soundtracks and like their like video game soundtracks, super classical stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm into like that. So yeah, I like to listen to everything except for modern country. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain country I can, I could fuck with. Oh, Johnny Cash. Yeah. Uh, I like Zach Brown a lot. I've never really listened to Zach him. Brown's cool. And then who's got like Chris Stapleton, but he doesn't sound like a country singer. That Tennessee whiskey song. Yeah. You should I don't, hear I don't listen. Good. I don't have cable or listen to the radio. So. You should listen to Tennessee whiskey. All right. You should check it Fair out. Fair enough. All right. Uh, now, you, you said your, your festival. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. It's called Threestival, and it's um, the worst name ever, but it just stuck because originally it was just my birthday, and I was like, yo, I, I – there was just like the festivals that were around that I used to go to at that time, like once I graduated, and I was like, what could I do? And I was just thinking to myself – man, there's just so many Grateful Dead things this weekend, like Grateful for Spring and Grateful for This and Grateful Get Down and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I kind of just like want to throw like a, a festival with some like rock bands and like some like more modern, like progressive stuff. Like I love the Beatles and the Grateful Dead and like all that stuff, but it was just like the festivals just like only playing like Grateful Dead music I just thought was kind of weird. So I was like, so for my birthday, I'll just have a couple of DJs come up and like all this kind of stuff. And I'm trying to think what the hell this guy's name was, but he he was a world famous DJ, and then he was from Elysburg area, and he just showed up and played a set. God, I can't think of what the freaking frick his name was, but it was just ridiculous. And everybody's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you got this guy!" And I like pulled up his Facebook, and he had like 250 thousand likes, and he just got done like touring like South America, and he came and just like did a set. So like seven or eight hundred people just like showed up. It was just free, and I was like, "Dude, this is out of control." Like it was just <laughs> out of control. I was just trying to think. I I will definitely get you the name then because it was just it was just so ridiculous. He showed up in a limo at a Christmas lights on the inside, and he was just like blazing, drinking like scotch on the inside with these glasses. Like, yo, what's up, man? Is it cool if like my me and my two friends from the Czechoslovakia do a set? And I'm like. Yeah, dude, sure. <laughs> I was like, whatever. And, just, and then I'm just looking, and they're like, dude, there's a limo coming in here right now. And I'm like, what? You know, so. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, designer Drugs. That's what it is. Design, designer Designer drugs. drugs. That's what his name was. And he yeah, just showed up. He just, he just showed, he just like messaged me like the day of and was like, hey, man, is it cool if I like, come play a set? And I was like, yeah, dude, whatever. And I didn't look at it. Did you ever listen to that dude? I don't know why. This is, I, I, so I have like, I do these weird ADHD things sometimes. But did you ever listen to that Mark Reb- Riblet or Reblet guy? 
He, oh, oh, uh, the musician guy that like is in his, like, like no pedals. shirt, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he's oh my God. he's ridiculously talented, man. I want to fucking see him live. Yeah, he's so bad. he's ridiculously we get talented. Him at, we should get him at your festival. Yeah, dude. I, I would. He's probably too expensive, man. He's, I, he's got he's like he's live. He's got like ten thousand people watching him. We he's, can get yeah. him. We can get him. Yeah, just be like, listen, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on, just party with us one night. He'll have a come. T- he'll have a good time, dude. He would. He would kill at Threestable. People would love that stuff. I, I yeah. know. I know at least two hundred people in this area who yeah well, who fell, would, who who fell in love with him be probably because of me and two other people who share his videos all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just I I I appreciate anything that's unique. So that's just like yeah. completely unique. So it's like I don't hate on that because it's like I want to be something that music isn't. And then he creates his own music. Mm-hmm. And like there will be people that will do that stuff down the line, some form of that, obviously not that exactly, but will have an influence from him mm-hmm. because they watch them as they grew up. Just like I play guitar like David Gilmore or Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix or Django Reinhardt because I watch their videos. It's the, same, it's the same thing, man. And he's just he's just creating another thing of music and passing that torch. So whether you think, oh, it's stupid because he just curses and says like this and that. It's, it's just, just like, look at that ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw one of him like saying something ridiculous at like some like bar show with like 30 people there and they're like sitting having dinner and he's saying something like is that, that. Is it the one where he said uh, Karen, uh, Tom's all alone? Or, or, <laughs> not, you ever no. see that one where it's like it's it's this guy and his wife are fighting and she goes through his phone and finds pictures of another girl and like he just a whole skit between him and himself about the and then like he's like get out of the house get the fuck out and then then he's like tom's all alone alone." (laughs) and that sounds like like exactly something he would yeah it's so funny but how 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 many years how many years have this festival been going and usually what time of the year is it happen or does it's, it happen? Is it happen? I'm an I idiot. I think it is. No, I got you. My scoop, my scoop bot just came <laughs> I, out. Scoop bot. <laughs> I, I, I think this is the sixth year. Holy crap! So this is so that was a, that was called Freestival because it was free, but then everybody trashed it. So then in October we tried to do it again, and everybody like trashed that place again. And we lost a bunch of money. So then the next year I was like, all right, let's charge like thirty dollars to keep some of the riffraff out, fifty bucks to get get the riffraff out, and then we'll. Some start- people don't realize that that does a lot. Yeah. So, like- oh yeah. We honestly, that was the best thing we've ever done. Yeah. Because I wanted to do something free for people, and it's just like, but people then you get people that come. And they were just trash and stuff, and they just came in because they knew they could just sneak in, and there was nobody watching, and nobody cared what they did. So people were always going to take advantage of that. So we got some of the riffraff out. Then that next year, we did one in the spring, one in the summer, and one in the fall. So three. So then during that year, it became three festival. We're going to have three a year because it wasn't free anymore. That's some, that's some, that's some pagan shit. Yeah, and it I was like just, it. It was and, you have like a midsummer show. Yeah, and then I just kind of like I just kind of like this is a, such a terrible name but then everybody just knew it so then we stuck with it so we actually did four events we started doing four events so we do one at a hotel that we did that in january before COVID hit it was so fun at red roof and williamsport we sold out bought out the whole hotel sold it out and just had a music festival inside of it with like the like you know what i mean they got a pool they got a workout oh room God. you know what i mean and we just had the the catering room just rent it out so then we'd have breakfast for everybody clear it out and then bring bands in and then everybody would just and then we just had like costume contest it was a alien party so everybody dressed up like aliens so we decorated <laughs> the whole the whole he let the guy was so nice shout out to nihilish i read roof in he's the man he let us decorate the whole place and like his whole family and staff like worked the whole weekend and we were it was just like a blast so we started doing that as our fourth event but we do i guess we're back to three outdoor again so we'll do spring summer fall may august october did the fall one happen yet um, October fifteenth. October fifteenth. It's already sold out though. So Is it? Yeah, it's sold out. We we, we sell out because it's, it's two fifty. <laughs> yeah. No, you. Hey man, we always have a we always have like a couple 
of people that we can bring it over. You're more than welcome to come. Yeah, I want to come experience. I want to hear the music. Yeah, yeah. And your band plays? Uh, we actually play twice. We're playing not acoustic this time. We're playing, um, I'm doing vocals with another guy. We're doing a full tool tribute. Oh, and then man. the second night, we're reuniting with our old drummer. And he's coming back. And we're doing this crazy progressive instrumental set with me playing guitar. And the guy that sings and plays, lead, he's playing bass. Like, it's ridiculous. I'm so, so I love that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. So, look, we kind of like that we randomly fell into that too we were just like randomly picked it up at like a what jam. are some of the bands that are playing this this next show um deaf scene that's the band that's doing the tool tribute they're an amazing like instrumental act from like uh maryland um stonewall vessels they're an amazing rock band from harrisburg uh, i'm trying to think we got whiskey gypsy committee they're like a bluegrass from i think the williamsport area we I think have I heard them yeah um we have jelly they're like um I can't even explain it. They play with like saws and like all this kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> I try to get like the craziest music, like not crazy people, but like just off the wall, like musicians. We have this band called Gray Valley. They're just like, I don't know. I just try to get really good musicians. Witchbone, they're like a rock band. I could probably get as for another show in the future. I can get you in touch with some people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, we're having we're having a. We used to have like uh, you know three four hundred bands hit us up for three stable every every event, but right now. We probably only have about 50 because most bands aren't even operating. So yeah. I would appreciate more bands to pull from because we, you know, your contacts are always limited and obviously big bands aren't playing right now. So all I, can of, get all you, this... I can get you like six bands. Yeah. Like yeah. legit, like six that would are good. And there's, I, I really like, not, they're not crazy, but like niche uh, we have one there. They don't play very often, but when they do, it's like a big deal. Yeah. But they're like a, a reggae rock band, Ooh. and they're called Gorilla Pack. Nice. They're fucking so much fun. Yeah. And like, like I said, we have I, I know acoustic acts, like two piece acoustic acts. I know. Yeah. Like we have a lot of cool stuff in School County. Yeah, man. and that's what I'm saying. The mu- that's what I was saying before. The music scene. I that's the one thing when I first got into time relapse and we're writing the music that I was talking about. I'm like, dude, we're like we're so good. We're gonna be famous. And it's just like. Yeah, our music is really good, and I'm really, really proud of everything that we've ever put out. But there's so many other good bands. Do you ever hear the Contact Collective? No. They're a band uh, out of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton area. Um, my, my, he's like my little brother. Like we were, raised, I pretty much watched him grow up. But he, he, it's his band, and they're like all a church band. But then, like when they're not playing church services, they go out like bars and clubs and they play. And it's an all black band except the bass player is a white dude, which is awesome because you know <laughs> he's a bad the, motherfucker. Yeah, on bass, yeah. I was just right? gonna say he's definitely got some rhythm to yeah, hold it down. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so I walked in, I was like, Greg. I said, I, I thought I thought the white dude was just carrying their shit in for them. And he starts playing. He picks up the bass. And I'm like, I was like, I know he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. But they walked in. I I booked them for Strikers in Pottsville. Yeah. And they walked in. And their first song they played was Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. It's a female singer. Like yeah. I said, all black. Like everyone's like, oh, they're going to play like R&B and all that. Yeah, and they yeah. came out and they played like Lenny Kravitz and Mary J. Blige and Nirvana and yeah. Paramore. And people yeah. were like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they killed it. But they're, they're a fucking fun band, too. There's so much cool music in this area. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely so many bands that I've come in contact with. I'm like, dude, how are you guys not like extremely famous? Yeah, because this is unbelievable. Because like, I watch bands and you just like the crap that's on the radio and stuff. It's it's pretty it's pretty absurd. How are we doing on the chat? Good. Uh, dying down a little bit because we've been going pretty long. But no, no, no. If anyone has any questions, man, jump them in. Uh, type in there. Let let us know if you have any any questions. So the last little, I mean, not the last, but just my my main thing I want to talk about. Then we can kind of riff if you want for a while. Um. The Office Festival. So oh, let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to, 
I uh, I guess I'll just tell you the whole story again. Had a girl who wanted, went, went to, she wouldn't go out on a date with me unless I watched The Office. So I started watching The Office, became really obsessed. And then when they had the first Scranton Rap Fest, uh, when the show first ended in Scranton, it was free. And I got to go up and meet a bunch of the cast. And that was really cool. So I got really attached to the show. So they announced this thing in Scranton, um, the Office Super Fan Fest. And uh, right now it's scheduled for next year. It was supposed to be a July of this year. But they grabbed a couple cast members and they announced this thing. So I was following. It. I was definitely going to go. Then they came out with the prices. And I was like, I can't afford this. I'm poor and from the coal region. Like, is there any way that you could do day passes? And, you know, a bunch of people were like, listen, they work really hard. You need to pay. And I'm like, okay, fine. I, you know, whatever. Then I get a message from this lady and she's like, hey, I'm like the vice president of blah, blah, blah. And I would like for you to. You know, I see that you run festivals and that you're from the area of Scranton, and I'm from like I can't. I think she's from Kansas. I, can't, I always yeah, forget. It's 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 one of people putting an office festival from in Scranton, and yeah, they're not and from they're the not area. from. I think yeah. one's from Connecticut, one's from Kansas, the other California. I, I think that was the three people I talked to. I mean, just it, just from your threefold, where you have like a whole, you, you pulled a hotel whole hotel whole a whole a bot, yeah, yeah, a whole hotel. Couldn't even say that, yeah. um, and and pull that alien party off sounds fantastic. So yeah. I couldn't imagine you with your office fandom, what you can what you could accomplish. Yeah, I mean, I I just always I was I'm always been the person to like I was lucky enough to like meet Dave Matthews. I've I met Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. Like I just I just when I get in, in, when man. I get in those situations, <laughs> I just go because it's like, dude, how many times are you gonna see Robert Plant? Like I was never. In, I was in a hotel and Robert Plant walked past me and I was and I'm just like, yo. And I saw him the night before. Like, he played a show there. So, like, I mean, I was at the Borgata. He was staying there. So, I mean, there were the chances. But he walked past. And I was like, yo, that's fucking Robert Plant. And I'm not going to turn around and not go find him. And I went and found him, got a picture with him, got his autograph. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do that stuff. So, other people. But I just, my body just overtakes myself. Yeah. So, like, when that happened, I messaged her. And she was, you know, she messaged me and said, you know, oh, well, you know, you're, you look like you run festivals. You're from the area. We need somebody to like maybe be a volunteer in that area. So I became a volunteer and we're just doing stuff. And I was just like working my ass off finding other volunteers. Cause like, dude, I'm all about this. So we got cast members. I'm going to be hanging out with, uh, actually, uh, Troy Underbridge. I was going to be his like personal assistant. That's the guy that's friends with Ryan in season four. Um, when they're doing cocaine in the, the night out. And yeah. he's like, he's just, he's just like, the, uh, the, do the, not take him to a hospital, man. That guy, the, 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 the party where Michael crashes it. Cause he was pissed that they, they did a satellite. Party. Yeah. That, it's, it's that season. Yeah. It's that season. Yeah. Uh, one of Ryan's like, like associates like when he goes out and stuff his name's troy underbridge so i was actually going to be like his personal assistant so i worked up t to that and then she was like uh yeah so we're gonna make it a volunteer corner i did all that kind of stuff and then she was she was just like hey i'm gonna call up and see if i can get like steve carell to sign a bunch of stuff for you because you're like the biggest office fan we've ever met even like as big as we are and it's just crazy so like he owns this like random shop in massachusetts i can't think of the name of it right now sweet old lady and another lady run it and she was like yeah he doesn't sign things but uh because we can't send him in the mail and he has like some contract that he can't sign things so um, would you be willing to drive up here like seven hours it was and it, it was just like to get this stuff like he'll come in and sign a couple things for you and i was like yes absolutely the, so. the band of wartime so isn't that the guy that dwight called a hobbit 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yep. That's him. Yeah. He's uh um yeah. They're talking about weevils. He's the one stand, sitting next to him. Yeah. He's like the he's like he's the, the short guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, <laughs> do you have powers? Or whatever he says to him. Yeah. Yeah. That that guy. I was actually I, I'm actually still scheduled to be his. If he comes to the next one, I'm scheduled to be his personal assistant for that. Nice. So I'll be hanging out with him. But they, uh, they had cool stuff, man. There was like a, there was a. A Dundee's award where yeah. if you paid your ticket, oh, you yeah, actually yeah. get a Dundee. Yeah, yeah. We were I, really excited to get I, our Dundee. Yeah, I, the I actually helped come up with the list for that, like the awards, the different yeah. type of awards, like you know, like the kind of a bitch award, and like oh my god, I hope know, Heidi gets that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, basically, can what I, can I shoot? If we look for Heidi Blackwell and put her in for the put, kind of a yeah, bitch award. Yeah, because basically, what we do is we have a list of all the awards, <laughs> and then we'll just randomly assign them to make people. sure Heidi gets the kind of. <laughs> I always say, maybe you should have got the kind of a bitch award. When he says that, I'm just like, dude, some of the lines in the office. Are just like the best written things ever. Like that's maybe he should have got the kind of a bitch award. If you could win a Dundee, what would you want to win? Ooh, of ones of the ones that they were given. Hmm. I mean, hottest in the office is always fun. Yeah, yeah a, dude, a, a dude always wins it. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, <laughs> Danny Cordray. And then when he loses that one time, and Ryan's like, "What is even the criteria for hottest in the office?" I mean, it's so subjective. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, it's so funny. The extreme repulsiveness award that he gives. Maybe I want that when he gives it to Toby. Yeah. The, the extreme. Oh come on, Will Ferrell's reading. He's like, oh come on, man. Oh wait, the diabetes award. That yeah. one was really good too. That's all from the late, the late Dundee. Yeah. So. Yeah. Such yeah. a fucking good show. Oh my god, man, it's it's so good. But just to cut that sh- sh- story real fast, Steve Carell went in, signed that stuff, was super nice, and I got two really cool signed things from him: a magnet and a hat that says Steve Carell across it. So That's, I'm uh, a forever Office fan just because of that. Because I mean, that one, the fa- that the fa- girl. yeah, the, yeah, change your life. Yeah, her name's Amber Collins. I'm still friends with her. I still work with her. She's literally amazing, lady. So. Well, Amber, you're amazing. Yes, Amber, thank you. If you guys are still watching this, hit that share button. Let people know that this is still going. Smash on. that like button. Smash the like button. Uh, make sure you go follow. I mean, you probably all already all do. There's like fucking sixty thousand followers. You're <laughs> killing it. Um, Thirty thousand. So, so if you uh, if you're Jim, are you are you sticking with uh, are you going with Karen? Or are you going with Pam? That's that's a really good question. Um, I personally would probably pick Karen. Um, My man. Yeah, I just the. If Heidi's watching this, she's <sighs> she's screaming upstairs. Yeah, yeah. My my thing my thing with with Pam is. She, she kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah, and and it's like I understand it because everybody's human and everybody. But I mean, she definitely defrauds the company and makes up her own. Like, if we really want to get into the theory <laughs> of it, she like makes it, she defrauds the company and like makes up her own thing. So it says that she can be a dishonest person. She also did the thing with Ryan where she took the money for the college bet for the college foot or the college basketball thing. Where he's like, "Do you want fifty dollars now or three thousand dollars a year from now?" And she's like. Probably the fifty dollars, and and then they say about like he's going in on a bet. He, he knows a guy that knows a, an algorithm that will get every college basketball game right, and she's like, okay, like so she, she's a little dishonest, which is you know Karen was super upfront with him all the time, and even cool with him when they found out that like Jim and Pam like made out, and he had like a crush on her. She she still like stuck it out, and was like, hey, we're gonna talk about this, we're gonna figure it out. So the only thing that she could you could maybe perceive her as is like overbearing, yeah. and it's just like, but she really wasn't she just was trying to be nice to him and he kind of just got into it because he was single and lonely and mm-hmm. kind of screwed her and was just basically she was she was she was a victim yeah she was a victim she so was i mean a victim. and then you know jim and pam kind of their arc in the ninth season drives me insane i hate it the thing with brian the boom guy and like yeah. oh, dude i hate that stuff it just it just it sullies my whole view of their relationship it's like it was definitely added drama like the thing it was just like Hey, can I see CC's recital? It's just like, 
I didn't get it. Okay, well, I'll come home. I'll see you in you know, two days. Like yeah. it's just like it could it was like I feel like they added it in to make it seem like they were having problems when they really could have just like talked and it would have been fine. Yeah. You know, so that that's where my where Pam was just like, You can't be gone, you can't be gone and it just kinda wears on you. And then it's just like is she having a are they trying to elude that she's that she slept with Brian? Because my way that I look at it is they have the thing and then when they She say, knows where he lives. She knows where he lives and also they say Oh yeah, Pam, you're friends with that guy. Why don't you go talk to the the boom guy? Like, you know what I mean? When they say, Oh, how much did they get of us? Like the documentary. Why don't you go talk to the boom guy? You're friends with him. And, like everyone kind of threw her under the bus, like when they said that. So she knows where she lives, goes to see him, and he knows that the mics are gonna pick her up, makes her go outside so that he could pick up what she's doing. So he's obviously being manipulative because he did that. And also when they were talking about him getting divorced with Jim and Pam there, he was like, we gotta stop meeting like this when we're crying in front of each other. He definitely threw that at Jim. Yeah, let, let to try, undertones. To, uh-huh, and so so what are they trying, that's the thing was like, what were the writers trying to allude to that she was being dishonest and unfaithful because that's what it looks like because he he's like oh let me get you a beer and they like get a beer and they go step out in the thing and he's like so she's like so you're basically telling me that we didn't have any privacy for 10 years and he's like well no and she's like okay i gotta go and she immediately like puts the beer down and walks out so why would she react like that when it's just all of that together just alludes to me that like Maybe she did something. Maybe she didn't cheat on him physically, but she definitely cheated on him like emotionally. Yeah. So then that kind of just, and I think that's just as bad. I always say Dr. Phil, who's just obviously ridiculous, but he always said cheating is defined of you doing something in front. If, if your spouse or girlfriend was there and you wouldn't do that, if she was standing there, then that's cheating. Yeah. That means you're being dishonest. Mm-hmm. So if there was a hot girl standing here, or whatever you know what I mean, and like you and you know you did something. Would, would you do that in front of your wife? You know, so that that's really. I would. I would almost like if I was in a situation and someone got like drunk and had a random hookup with a stranger. I can let that go. Yeah. Like I, I would suck, but I'd be like, I, I, eh, you fucked up. You're human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes things happen and you get caught up in the moment. But if like you engage in conversation and you're putting time into yeah, it, it's just, it's just as bad, man. Yeah, it's it actually, like you said, it's worse because you're, you're, you're taking the mental part of yourself and, and putting it into another person. Make me hate Pam more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like where it was like where Jim, you know, when, uh, clearly when, in, oh, what's in her name? Florida, yeah, yeah. When she came into the, into the thing he was clearly trying to be like yo like yeah. i don't want anything to do he, with he was this. Pull, he was and he was in a weird spot too yeah because what is he supposed like to i'm do? not trying to sound like casanova but i've i've been in situations where i'm like i'm being nice but i don't want to be perceived because i'm very like i'm very outgoing and it sometimes gets perceived as being flirty yeah but i treat everyone the same like i treat a girl the same way i treat my dude friends like if like when we're friends i'm a hug like i, I walk yeah, up i yeah. give you a hug and some i think that sometimes gets perceived the wrong way so like then you're like well, no, they're not hitting on me. We're just being friendly. Yeah. And then you're like, and then you're not sure. And then you're like, well, <laughs> if I say please stop hitting on me, then they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're a weirdo. Hit. And yeah. that's what she did right away. She's like, I know you have a wife. I sat next to her, yeah. you, like goon. And then she literally like leans on him, like right after, and she's yeah. like, uh, yeah. yeah. It's so. it was one of those. So I situations. feel like he handled that situation pretty good, whereas I feel like Pam handled that situation really bad. And it's just like it's just. 
but also too i love I, how we just took a whole office turn this yeah, is amazing. yeah i just feel like but also jim i feel like jim was a little bit of a creep too obviously he was flirting with a girl while she was still engaged and like kind of, he kind of had like creepy vibes a couple of times with like things that he said like he tickled he her like, and pickled her picked her up yeah and just thing. like and just like just like little things where he took it a little too far where he kind of seemed like he was a little bit of a stalker not like a stalker but like just like he was definitely into her way too much like yo dude she's engaged like be friends with her but like you know what i mean like i i i know it's always you look at it but like that one episode when he was like so if we can get dwight to like dye his hair and go and it was the alliance episodes in the first season and he like grabs her hand and like puts his arm around her and they're like laughing laughing together and i was just thinking to myself like there's no need you could just he wanted to joke he wanted wanted to touch her he wanted to just like the thing what you said when he picked her up because like oh like oh you're gonna hit me like oh let me pick you up and oh your shirt came up and and the first time she's like put me down 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 and like the seventh time then he puts her down yeah so it's like he pushed it we're really analyzing the office i like this well i was just gonna say i mean i i was uh I, I, I probably watched Jim the show. Find a man like Bob Vance, Bob Vance refrigerator. Yeah, no, nobody. Bob Vance and Phyllis maybe are the best. They're the best couple. I would say they're the most yeah. loving. They're probably in the most love out of out of everybody. Yeah, you know, you have everybody. It's definitely not Stanley and his wife. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Dwight. And this Angela. is my wife Terry, the girl that's on hands I'm holding, Michael. Because <laughs> she's white and he doesn't like. He can't do it. like. It's so funny, dude. Uh, oh god. If I was Dwight, I would have stayed with the milk lady, the milkmaid at the end. Milkmaid. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'll be honest. I'm just. I'm all about Angela. Really? I just think she is just a fox, man. I just. I have. So, you ever I, listen to Office Ladies podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really good. I, she, have to, she, I have to. And pick she's it back exactly up. the opposite of what she's she is. super sweet. And that's what I'm saying. She's that's if I can marry her, I'd marry her. When she's in the the little nurse outfit, the one episode, remember yeah. she she dresses up as a nurse yeah, and she's, she's like, a, yeah, she's a cutie. That's how I, she's just like a, a cute older lady, and because she's uptight and Christian and stuff, it just it, Meredith I, looks good after the show ended. Yeah, well, they they tried to like make her look more plain Jane. Yeah. All of actually they did that with all of them like even pam like pam's like a lot like i saw her what was the movie she was with christina applegate and she's wearing like the lingerie and then one scene is like god damn pam the uh she's blades never gonna of, be... blades of glory she's yeah. i only know of her blades of glory she dresses up in lingerie because yeah. she's she's forced to make will ferrell cheat yeah. like to like screw up their thing and he's just like he's like sitting there and i i remember it's not that. jenna fisher it's pam beasley ever all the time yeah 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 so and it's funny that uh the jim the uh well jim and uh uh, Roy are like best friends in real life. Are they really? Yeah, they I always did, hang yeah. out. They go to that's games so, together. That's so funny. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. See, well, did you see the thing where they got the whole cast together for the persons uh, during COVID? They wanted to get married and they couldn't, but they're big Office fans. So Jim has that like online show where he just oh, tries yeah, to the find good positive news. news thing. Yeah, yeah. And he had the whole entire cast Skype call in, oh, and they, awesome. they recreated the like the dance from the Jim Pan's wedding, and they uh-huh. had they were married yeah, on the on a on a Zoom call on a Zoom call, and the entire by cast the office. Got, yeah. Oh, dude, that's amazing. I would totally totally do that yeah but then again did the uh, office ever make you cry um yeah, yeah I, I would ha- i would have to say i would have to say at some point there's a few I, there's a few episodes yeah get, I, you. I think i think see the thing is is the only thing that makes me feel emotion is some like really good lines will ever make me feel emotion it won't make me cry but music music has a way of pull obviously so when the first time i watched the season finale and creed plays that song he wrote specifically for the office yeah um and you I knew every faces in the faces in the dark or whatever whatever no one's acting in that scene that's no, legit well, yeah well actually i talked to um when i talked to the cast members and and luckily enough i the people that i've gotten to interact with i said to them what did you guys do and every 
the, everybody that I talked to, they, they wrote it themselves. Everything in the last episode, their dialogues, everything is written as them as a human and not as their office characters. It was the greatest season finale to a show. It was just so good. And then, so when I knew that, and then went back and watched it and in Creed's playing that song, I was like, dude. The only thing that bothers me is that Michael's not there. Michael needs to be there in that scene, but he's not. But um, that was because he, you know, he was signed on for seven years and then NBC never offered him a contract for an eighth year. So he was kind of, I feel like a little shitty and salty when he came back and yeah. was just like, yeah, I'll be in one scene and then screw you guys. You know? he, won't, he didn't even say anything. He yeah. Like, well, he said, he said, that's what she said. He mounts he, it. He doesn't even say it. Yeah. And yeah. then he says, uh, I feel like my family got, oh. all got married and grow, grew up and had all my, kids. All my kids. All my, yeah. All, all my, my kids, kids got, grew up and got married. married or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's it. He don't say, yeah, he doesn't say anything yeah. else. That, but the, the finale was very, very good. Michael though. leaving gets me. Yeah, I skip. Not I, like I, ball, but I get like, oh god, oh yeah, god. Yeah. It's I actually, I actually skip them. I skip um, the goodbye, Michael, because it's just, it's not a funny episode. It's just emotional the whole yeah. time. So like in the scene with Jim, the, like, the, the wedding, Pam and Jim wedding is good. Yep, I, I skip that because um, I, uh, I'm just like, I don't. I haven't had a girlfriend in years and I'm just like completely alone. So like yeah. you watch that and you're like, they're so happy. So I'm like, we screw this. We were just at a wedding uh, over the weekend, me and my wife and uh, her aunt got married and the pr- pastor was like, always take in the greatest moments of your life and take me- like mental images of what's going the on. Thing, and I looked yeah. at her and I went like this. Uh-huh. She like started bawling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just looked yeah, at her yeah. like this, That's and so she good. started yeah. bawling. And everyone's like, "What? I'm losing it." Yeah, because that, that's why. Yeah, I like it. It's just either you get it or you don't. But yeah. that's the the mental pictures from the the wedding. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good show. But I yeah. can't wait for that. I, I I'm pumped to go to that. I yeah. think it's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, I'm. I mean, as, as of right now, I don't know who they're gonna get again. But last time there was, it was like Stan Stanley and. I'm, I'm hoping that they, they get Meredith. That would be really great. God. And then basically what they told me is they're going to do one year of a recurring See role characters. And then the following year, they're going to get... I probably shouldn't even be saying this. Steve Carell or Rain Wilson. To, yeah. To, but... Um, Steve, Steve Carell is the target. Yeah. He's, he's actually easier to work... He's the easiest to work with. And he's he has a home in Massachusetts, which is closer... Rain's just out on the West Coast, so um, and Rain's like doing his own thing. I, I bet you Jenner Fisher and the Jen, well, and uh, An- Pam and Ange would hundred uh, Angela yeah. would hundred percent do it. They're like still very consumed with the show. And- yeah, I wish I I would love. I honestly, if I could do it, I would literally. If I had the choice, I honestly, I got to talk to Stanley or his name's Leslie Baker. I got to talk to Leslie a couple times, dude. He is literally the nicest person I've ever met. He sent me like a video message he just had that. Stuff where people were getting super racist with him on on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Someone yeah, see, like, I'm always out of touch with this kind uh, of stuff. It sucks, man. He was like, he made a post about something, and then someone went super racist on him. And they're like, who's this asshole that went got racist with Stanley from? Yeah, the office? seriously. Yeah. He's literally. He sent me a video, and he was like, I can't wait to like come to do the office super fans and hang out with you, Anthony, and we're gonna have like a good time and like whatever. And I have the message, and I'm just like, dude, this is like ridiculous. You should so, both wear Hawaiian shirts, like your Florida Stanley. Stanley Florida smiles. <laughs> That's honestly Stanley. <laughs> Uh, Florida Stanley is like one of the best like like just like random things they put into the show. This is a yeah. tough question. So if you you had to pick your top five favorite member cast members, who who would they be? Dwight Michael, Dwight Michael one and two, no matter what, because I can relate to them the most. Yeah. Then after that, it gets hairy because it's just like I don't know. I. Hmm. 
I, I'm going to have to take out Pam. I'm going to put in Angela. Uh, let's say Angela's third, Creed fourth, Meredith. Maybe yeah. that, that maybe that's what I would do. It's so tough because I do really like uh, Oscar and Kevin. They're great. They're all they were all really close friends in life. That's why they're that's that's why they were made accountants because they're all friends. They were all friends that w- worked with each other for, yeah. over the years. I think they so, didn't they help each other get in the their, their actual roles. Yeah, and uh, they uh, they uh, Angela used to work on some kind of show with Kevin and and Oscar did like appearances on it. So they were always for like, how much they filmed in California, they did a great job still incorporating stuff in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 crazy to me still. Like it's such a worldwide popular show, mm-hmm. but like living out here. And it's kind of like, even though it's not school county, but it's still like a stone throw away. Mm-hmm. It's still, it feels like it's like the show is made for you. Oh yeah. I feel like I, I think all the time it's like, these are coal region people that they're representing. Like yeah. that's, they're trying to create that. And, and honestly, like for the he, long, for the Dwight longest kills the Pennsylvania Dutch. Yep. He murders it. Yeah. He's so good. And, and I, and honestly, for the longest time, I actually thought they filmed in California. So that's how, I mean, not until I really got into the show and looked at it and I was like, man, they do a good job. Yeah. They really do a good job. But then now when I look at it, I'm like, oh, the types of trees are not even close here. Because <laughs> yeah. now I'm just, you know, yeah. a freaking... Well, they, like, do, like, they do the mall in Steamtown. They do yeah, like they the do bar. They, 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 they do, do Pitcher's come, Pub. Yeah, yeah they, they do. do come. I, and I, that's what I said for my 30th birthday. I went to like Alfredo's Pitcher's, or I went to Alfred, Pizza by Alfredo's. The only thing is there's not two Alfredo's. There's yeah. only one. But dude... That might be like the best Italian food I've ever had, and I'm Italian. And really, like, dude, that and it's pet friendly. So I had a uh, my girlfriend had a dog at the time, my ex girlfriend, and we went and like sat outside and got like the same pizza they get in the show, and like it was just, it was, it's <laughs> awesome. And then we went and drank at Pitcher's Pub, and like it, they have like pictures of a cast there. The cast came one time and like took pictures there and stuff. Nice. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I would I would go one. I would go Dwight, 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 Jim, Daryl. Who Daryl is a is a great I one. I love Daryl. Yeah, um, <laughs> Meredith, and I don't know, like, <laughs> and probably Michael. Yeah, you got to throw Michael. Yeah, in there. my favorite, one of my favorite episodes is the dinner party when he oh pulls that fucking tiny TV out. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that you got you got a guest, and he just went boom, got more room. Yeah, there's a there's like a deleted a deleted scene, and they can. can't and they can't handle it. It's just too much. See, you got more people, you need more space. Boom. And he goes, sometimes I will just stand here and watch TV for hours. Like he throws, so... She throws the Dundee at him. He goes, you're going to owe me $75. Yeah, yeah. He, goes, he goes, good luck paying me back on your $0 salary plus benefits, babe. And then they go, he goes, we heard. A, and then the cop goes, we heard a lot of shouting. He goes, no, my girlfriend just uh, threw a Dundee at my TV. <laughs> Do you want to press charges? Yeah, do you want to press? No, you could just. He goes. Well, you could just try to be more quiet. Like it's just too funny. That your band should cover Hunter's t- song. What's that? oh yeah 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 that's so, so funny. Well, someone's band needs to cover Hunter's song. You know what's so funny too is you can tell that that's not his voice and it's like a forty year old dude singing that song. So yeah. it just makes it so weird when I'm listening to it because like you listen to Hunter's voice and you can tell he's like sixteen. He's like in the show. He's probably like eighteen. Yeah. And How about that? Yeah. Like that's a, some pedophilia in the show. Yeah, a little. There's a there's actually a couple of like. First of all, the show could never, ever, ever be on the air now. One thing that I never noticed was Clark in the ninth season with Aaron when he makes her like wear like a low cut top and he wants to do the oh, news. He was like taking advantage he was like, of her. He was doing the newscast and he wanted to be alone with her mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. Creepy and, shit. And uh, Pete or Plop or whatever was like, he went there to like make sure everything was okay. And then like, yeah. that's how the arc with him and Aaron. And then, Aaron. And then they kind of played into the fact that Jen likes younger men. So they brought him in to be like the, yeah, to be sex he, servant. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was also weird too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, because they never really like say that her and Hunter were together. It's just kind of alluded to. Mm-hmm. And then that's like the solidified because they bring him in and then he, he goes, he's been growing that mustache for three weeks. And she <laughs> goes, turn around. And I was like, what? You yeah. know, like, you know, that's what I was like. And I mean, there's some like very racist stuff on there and everything. Well, you know the one episode Michael was going to do when he was making, when he was trying to be as cool as Daryl? Yeah. There's actually, oh, if you look, God. there's actually black makeup behind on his neck. So Michael was going to do blackface. blackface. But then they didn't. Well, there's, I actually, I have a... Well, de- he wasn't going to, but like they alluded that he was going to. Oh, like he was like ready to do yes. it. Oh, I got to look for that. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Jerk! That's where he's like, oh, oh, I'm from the warehouse and I'm a jerk. But the, the one thing that was deleted from the show, I have a because I do the dark web sometimes. So I got some of the uh, like extra. There's like a joke about uh, being molested and like forgetting about it. It's really bad. Michael says, it's like, oh, you just forget about it. Like being molested, like toxic shock syndrome. That's what he says. And I was like, I had a toxic shock syndrome is when you don't go to the bathroom and you yeah. die. But it, I, like, he was like, yeah, where you just like get molested and forget about it. And I was like, whoa, that could never be on the show. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was never on the show. And there's also another one in the Christmas episode, the in the ninth season, where um, uh, what's his face? Um, the warehouse guy, um, Nate, he dresses up in blackface and and because uh, he was like, he was like, are you really being like uh, whatever? What is he? That He's that Pennsylvania Dutch dude that's yeah. like Santa. He's like, are you really being him? Because as you can see here, like, you know, his sidekick is a, a is a is a guy in pantaloons and blackface. Yeah. And it cuts to, to Nate getting out of the car in full blackface. And he's walking into the building and Dwight texts him and says, yo, go home. Yeah. And then he, he goes home. And then later in the episode, Nate's in there and he has like everything but the makeup on so it's like alluded that he was you know what I mean there and like they cut they definitely I they had to cut that out there was no way that that made the show so there's a couple on it and there's also one where Michael acts like he kills himself like he hangs himself (laughs) I don't know if you saw the the Halloween one where the Facebook where Jim's wearing book face on his thing and it's like a deleted scene it was like an opening scene and Michael is literally wearing the Justin Timberlake dick in a box thing. That's what he dresses up as. He ha- fakes hang hangs himself and as the kids are going by the trick and treat ride, he's like, oh, 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 and he's like, suicide is never the answer, kids. And I was just like, wow. what the fuck is going on? And that <laughs> it was, was it. it was like 2005, 2000. Yeah. Yeah, and so. then they have the the scene where he says that the guy from the middle uh, the middle eastern guy comes in and he thinks he's bombing the place and he's just the oh, it yeah. tech guy yeah like oh my god dude that stuff could and that was two years after september 11th like yeah. oh my god did they push the envelope yeah there's yeah. a lot of a lot of stuff that show did man it yeah. was I, I, I and it's genius all for it because like if you can just be normal and just take a joke and understand that like things are funny people are funny voices are funny you know what i mean like voices that aren't like your voice are funny people that listen to a coal region guy go i'm down a hosey to get to a tree bears boy you know what i mean like people think that's funny but to me it's normal i hear yeah. it all the time so yeah. it's like you know people just need to lighten up and not be offended but like like a show like The Office could never exist now. So, and if you are offended, have a conversation about it. Yeah, find out why you're offended, and then meet somebody halfway. Because what you may be offended by, uh, the other person that's doing it may not even realize they're doing it. Yeah, like I didn't learn until like almost my mid twenties that like growing up a white dude in the coal region, it was all yeah. gay slurs and using oh me too and man. calling each other words that were used for people with mental disabilities. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely, dude. I I still I I. 
that's the way I was grown up. That's yeah. that's just what you it's said. Not, it's not right, but it's like yeah. you didn't know better. You didn't know any better. Yeah. And then I, honestly, what changed for me? I went to college and I went to Penn State, and then like you're just you're put in with like different. You know, different ra- race groups. You know, gay Sex people, or, straight yeah. people, anything, and it's just like, yo, you're they gonna say, you're like, and what's then, wrong with you? You're I, like, I didn't know that was a bad thing. Exactly, and yeah. then it's just like, and then it it, it it became a great thing because then you become friends with these people, and you realize they're just another person going through the same stuff, but they just interpret it different, and it has shaped them differently. Yeah, and it's like there's nothing wrong with them, and then that kind of just completely, you know, then it was just like I was then I was almost drawn to those people to be like, yo, you guys are fascinating. Like, tell me more about, yeah. you know, and I'm that, just fascinated by people's cultures or yeah. people from different towns. Oh my or, God. Or just like anybody from like out of the country or just like, I met this girl, I met this girl. I ended up taking her to her, um, her prom and like all, all this kind of stuff and her graduation and all this stuff. And she was from, uh, Brazil. And we just like randomly met on chat roulette with my friends. We were just like, <laughs> and we like these Brazilian girls and they're like, Oh, let's be friends. Like whatever. And then randomly, like two years later, she messaged me on Facebook and she's like, Hey, I'm doing like a, a couple years abroad in like America. And I was like, really where? And she's like, Pennsylvania, York. I was like, what? So I'm, she's like an hour and a half I'm away. Go, so man, we like, yeah, yeah, we like, yeah, we like dated for like a little bit, and like it was fun. And then she moved out to California, named, married some like big Navy commander, and now I'm in smoking. So kind of screwed that one up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was a fox, but I yeah, screwed that one up. <laughs> so anything in closing here you want to put out there or talk about? No, I mean, like I said, uh, you know, if you want to check out Hobart News, I mean, we're basically uh, just an outlet that tries to just show what's happening with the least amount of bias and we're just going to keep chugging along our one year anniversaries in november and we're just trying to get uh, we have like a supporter group so if you join our supporter group you get in this vip group and then anytime like news happens i kind of send you a, like a text message like a facebook update to say that's like an exclusive thing and you get some exclusive videos and stuff like that and that's probably going to be the best way for us to like expand uh, you know things like that so and the merch is coming yeah and the merch and the merch but yeah i mean uh like I said, just check out Hobart News. You'll find me. Your, your cartoon logo is coming soon too. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got a, I got a message mid podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get you a cool logo. Yeah, somebody draw me. I actually got, was lucky enough to be drawn for Medusa's Disco. They did a cartoon four way drawing. There's, I don't know if you see it. Oh, it's on my thing. That's me as a devil. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to check. I, I'm out of Hobart stickers, but whenever, if, whenever you get yeah, one. Yeah, I was just like, we just ordered a bunch, but yeah, I gotta put one on here. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, man, this table's always open. Yeah, did you have I, fun? Def- yeah, absolutely. I was a. Uh, I have uh, anxiety. I'm like slightly bipolar. I have OCD, obviously, with all this stuff and like very weird and, you know, like being so I was very the first reason I, the first reason I put it off because I was just like, I can't do this. I, yeah. I, I can't do this. And then I just told myself today, put some Rocket League music on and start driving and like do it. I, I, so doing this now, this is obviously 91. You, I, I definitely can see your nerves in the beginning. And then like you're, you could definitely see when you're like a guest and like then they forget the lights are there and the cameras there yeah, yeah. and they kind of look at the table more and they get more comfortable and you can see that fl- switch flip and then that just turns into a conversation and it yeah, definitely yeah. happened. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this is a the first in person podcast I've ever done. I did one like over, but it's 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 this is there's no comparison to this. Yeah. Like talking over the internet just doesn't it doesn't. It was just like a, a me talking to a computer screen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And here it's like you're right here, dude. I, I have problems with eye contact, but there's times I had to look at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like so it's forcing me out of my comfort zone, which is good. It's only gonna make me better. You at, did fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I just said I just. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> if you say so, man. You know, it was fun, man. I appreciate you having me. You know, I, again, don't think I'm interesting and don't, 
I, I just kind of like. I think you're very interesting. <laughs> I think you. I think you've done cool things. I think your music festivals are really cool. I'd love to. I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, you, no, uh, you should definitely come out and have. You'll have a. You'll have a blast, dude. We have. Semi, cool, semi, cool. when it ha- is just like because you have to remind me because I have so much going on. Yeah, but yeah. I will 100 percent show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, dude, I want to. I want to collab more with you. I, yeah, I think. Absolutely. I think we could do cool stuff and you know and, and work with each other. If you have things you want to plug or anything like that, this this to- this table is always open. You can yeah, come hang yeah. out. I can't think of anything good to plug other than just go check out Hobart News or Time Relapse. Listen to Time Relapse. That would be nice. I don't, I, have, I don't have time relapse in here, but I will add it after. Yeah, it's on Spotify, so you can, or we're on everywhere, so mm-hmm. you can. And like I said, we have like so many albums, so you'll find something that is, you know, whatever that would be like high energy for the music or whatever. Yeah. You'll find something, but yeah, I I always get excited. Like we have like sixty monthly listeners on Spotify, so I'm just like, dude, two people a day are coming in to be like, yo, what is this band? <laughs> so I'll take that. You know what I mean? I you know so. Well, like I said, you know the the whole but thing will take care of itself because people want the news. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. I, well, I hope I hope the uh, the fans of yours who also are fans of mine. Uh, I hope we scratch that itch. I hope people. Yeah, yeah. I hope it lived up to the hype. Yeah, I know. You're, you're yeah. like the first hyped up guest I had. Like oh. you know how like people like Rogan, you got to get this guy on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Oh, we need Alex Jones for the ninth time. Yeah, but that's me. I, <laughs> yeah, I uh, no people really wanted this, and I always tell people like t- send me who you want. And I will try my best to get him on the show. And this is like the first call of action. And I'm happy to have him, man. I think yeah. you're a cool dude. I, I enjoyed having you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it again sometime. All right. Well, all right. Uh, interviews with everyday people. Make sure you guys check the links below. Everyone who hung out, shared, all that fun stuff. Uh, I'm super thankful you guys are here. Make sure you follow those links. Uh, if it's your first time here, we hope to have you back soon. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Here's some Mahantango. Damn.